Network. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, Grave Robert. We're joined today by Podcast Daddy. And DJ is not yet to be seen. And today's episode is brought to you by Burke Baccarat's, Burke Baccarat's Breakfast Buffet and Backgammon Bingo Hall. Yes, you're that old. Come That's by for Burke Baccarat's Brunch Burrito and Barbecue Specials. Use code a whole lot of bees for 20% off. <laughs> a whole lot of bees. <laughs> yeah, dude. What the fuck? So Try and say that five times mouthful. fast. That yeah, five times fast. Broke. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Man, why does that got to be a Michigan article? Like it couldn't have been like Nebraska or something. <laughs> nah, all the weird shit. It's either Florida or Michigan. Which you well, two are that in. Plus, for the music section, um, did you guys hear St. Andrews Hall got shut down? It's about uh, to yeah. collapse any fucking time. What? St. Andrews Hall's down? Yeah, they were having a concert and somebody was down in the basement doing whatever, right? And they were noticing the floor joists were fucking buckling and flexing. So the the uh performer i don't know some rapper forget his name he was like hey guys the floor could collapse at any minute we're going to shut down the show and uh we need you guys to leave the building so yeah, St. Andrews hall is shut down until it can get reinspected and well i mean before we get to that though let's go ahead and talk about what we've been watching this week how about that Uh, gibby we'll start with you so what i watched i watched that new turning red movie because, of uh-huh. course, I have kids. That like- was. Sorry. Sorry. That was my fault. You needed to get take the soundboard away from him. That, that wasn't no, a soundboard. That was, that was part of the news clip. Now, I watched that turning red. Obviously not a movie for me because okay. I'm not a 13-year-old girl. So, Oh, is it about menstruation? It, it, they, yeah. It, in, oh, in simpler terms, sense. yes. Oh my god. Anyways, moving on. And I've been uh I actually been reading up Berserk. Like finally. And I've been thinking because I remember I tried to get into it at one point and I thought, why did I step away from this? And then it hit me. I watched the 2016 anime and I'm like, nope, this is such a goddamn eyesore, I cannot get into it. But then I read the manga and I'm it it's a it's a fucking masterpiece. I am so glad I'm getting into it. And that's actually what I was doing. When you guys like started the little pre-show thing, I was actually reading. I was trying to finish the chapter I was on because I I have cleared 175 chapters in the last seven hours. And you Damn. still got a lot more to go. About 180, so and I am here for the, the ride. Anime in 2016. Say that again. They well, redid the anime in 2016. Yeah, the, the they, anime has yeah. gone through several reboots. The problem is, is that because it's such a dark and like violent anime, like they can never hold on to a publisher. So it literally goes from like, oh, we're gonna do it with Funimation or uh, Art House. I forgot the other house that they went with, and they put it out. But it's like this bastardized version of Bastard. So, uh, so like literally, it's like, well, we can't kill everybody we're supposed to kill. So. You know, we'll just tell the story around it. But, like, who has to die in the story is so important that uh, all the all the fans abandoned the, the, the cartoons so fast that they had run out of money almost instantly. It's hmm. like, well, this first episode, someone's supposed to die from this arc. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, we can't kill them the way that he gets killed in the comics, you know. And so, like, all the fans get up and leave. 
<laughs> it's but and I wish that somebody would pick it up that actually knows what they're doing because it's such a good story. Well, it's um the the people who did like Vinland Saga would be great to pick it up, but the problem is the the guy the the, the rights always fluctuate. So it, it fluctuates between the original manga people and whoever the fuck owned it last. So, oh, yeah. Plus, figure. I actually caught up on One Piece and Dragon Ball Super too. It's just been a uh, manga weekend this weekend. Well, that's fine. What about you, uh, Great Robert? What have you been up to? Um, I've been working a lot and playing a little bit of Division. Uh, and then I started watching this TV show from 1986 called Sledgehammer. And I kind of love it. Oh, <laughs> so it. right. It, it's okay. So, like, the general gist of it is, Sledgehammer is a detective uh, in San Francisco. Hang on, hang on. It didn't work. Right. So he's a detective for San Francisco PD, <clears throat> and he's just. I'm just a nigga. <laughs> what now? That was not. <laughs> That was a soundboard, and that was not the button I pushed. <laughs> and so he basically is like if Dead Man was a five foot ten white male police officer, because he's you don't know if he's stupid or genius, but everything he does has the most excessive amounts of violence you could ever imagine that would ever be necessarily applied to any specific situation. And it's just, it's fucking hilarious. It's, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Like the whole, like two seasons of it are on, on YouTube. It's called Sledgehammer and it's fucking ridiculous. All right, bet. I'm going to check that out because it actually sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, my boss told me about it. He was like, You ever watch a show? Uh, it's an old show, but uh, it's called uh, uh, Sledgehammer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the way he sold it to me was like the guy he um he like he really likes his gun he like talks to his gun and he takes showers with his gun and when he goes to sleep he has a special pillow next to him in his bed for his gun <laughs> you could have sold me on that like if you would have told me that way i'd instantly <laughs> it's, it's that's it's what got me sold that on stupid. it it's that stupid <laughs> like, it like no shit part. what's it the difference is... between anime and a cartoon keep it simple like i was from michigan please uh okay so a cartoon All right, Mike is Smith, like... look here, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. This Michigan uh, hatred, we're going to have to talk about this. Once the locks on Gibby's doors thaw, <laughs> he's coming after you. <laughs> once he's able to drive down the road without sliding 30 feet from a stop <laughs> sign, he's going to do something about it. Uh, no, so, like, an, a cartoon would be an Americanized version of, say, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 90s or, you know, anything like that. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, stuff like that. That's all cartoons. Anime is actually made more specifically for an older audience, such as late teens, early 20s. You got some that go into the 30s and stuff like that that even deal with very adult stuff. Slice of life, slice of life stuff. And on top of all of that, anime can get extraordinarily violent, very bloody, and also graphically sexual. So 
There is so does a, that mean graphic. Bojack Horseman is considered anime? No. Um, you said <laughs> anime is made for adults. Bojack Horseman is a drawn TV show made for adults. Okay, so by that logic, fucking Rick and Morty is anime. There you go. So is it's that not. Rick and Morty is trash. <laughs> it's not. Anime specifically it is, it comes is. from Japan with a very oh, certain okay. Japanese influence style. I was trying to get to everything else before I incorporated the Japan part of it. Thank you, fucking Hengel. <laughs> Jesus you could have just said you could have just said that anime cartoons from comes, Japan. Yeah, anime there, is made in that Japan. That fucking marine enough for you, sir. That's it, dude. You Hold didn't on, have to get all on. complicated with it. It's dead man. It's like dead is man. a fucking architect explaining how the matrix works. No, cartoons not from Japan. Anime from Japan. Ta da! I'm looking for a crayon to write this shit down for you. Hold on. Do it. <laughs> You I don't have, have one. Brand. I know I have one. Yeah, I know I do one. somewhere. I'll find one. God damn it. Anyways. Uh-huh. And when you do mail it to me. <laughs> Especially the yellow ones. The yellow <laughs> ones taste like sunshine. Uh, so what have I been up to this week? Uh, I watched the long Halloween part one and two where Jensen Ackles takes over as Batman. Uh, as a voice actor of Batman. It wasn't bad. But it, it went full. It went full bore. It went full bore, like the calendar killings and all that other shit, and everything else that happens with like Harvey Dent and on the side. They went full bore, unlike with with that, and I'm very impressed. Um, I'm only disappointed a little bit with Jensen Ackles, uh, with his voice acting as far as Batman is concerned, because every other Batman voice actor has had that separation. You know what I mean? Like with Kevin Conroy. I am Batman. But when he's Bruce Wayne, he talks up here. You know, Alfred. You know, like we have to right. we have to monitor the situation, Alfred. But when he's Batman, you know, he has that that dark gritty voice. And Jensen Ackles, he I don't know if he tried and failed, but he was just a mono just a mono voice across it, but Really good. Uh, Troy Baker, who uh, is, of course, of like uh, The Last of Us fame, uh, was the Joker. And he did he did fairly well as well. Um, he lacked a little bit of the energy, but it was there. Like, I could totally see him going forward with some darker, some darker versions of the Joker. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like with Joker, you need to have a little bit of energy connected with it. Yeah, even you have, to have even if it's kind of like, man, you still need to have that energy to back up. Yeah, because like, you, you, like even when I voice the Joker for like you know YouTube or anything else like that, I still smile real big and I still move and you know what I mean. Like Troy Baker sounds like he's in a studio, like he's in a studio with a script in front of him, doing the Joker. So like, like it sounds very doesn't sound like natural. Like he chews his words like Mark Hamill does. So, I never thought about that. What every time I do an impression of the Hamill Joker, I always end up smiling like crazy and hunching over a little yeah. bit. <laughs> because it's like, weird. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, even when you do like uh, the Heath Ledger Joker, you you drop your neck, you drop your your jaw forward, you drop your your jaw to the back of your your mouth, so that way you can get that Tom Waits uh, grit to it. Like and you, you stop don't blinking. Yeah, so you, you you do all this un, you do this unconsciously, like even the way I was just doing Batman, like I I, I crunch my 
I, you know, my, my brow and I, I drop my jaw forward to open up my throat. And it's just, it's just an automatic thing when you're voice. Oh, it's all. Yeah. It's very caveman. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It is very caveman. And that's the way these things roll. Uh, so like doing we that, those zero viewers, what happened? Whatever. Uh, so doing that kind of stuff though, like it, it's really interesting. Uh, and, uh, listening listening to like all the voice actors and the way they work this i have to just i have to commend them i have to commend them they went all out with that story and i am vehemently impressed like with what they did with that with that with that two-part movie thing because they didn't shy away from the violence people died there was blood people got shot on camera this wasn't like you know like the animated series where oh sugar, 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 uh, oh. it was like afterwards right. like no like <laughs> One of the first uh, scenes in the movie, there's this big fat guy in a fucking bathtub, and he just gets popped twice in the back of the head, and we watch it happen. And it's like one of those, oh, we're going there today. <laughs> I like when I like when they still decide to include blood and violence and everything, and not just shy away from it, because you get that, like you get more of that emotion instead of just being like, oh, yeah, yeah. So so where did he shoot then? Because I didn't see any blood. And then you got to think also. Why were we watching a big fat guy in a bathtub? Because it's funny. He gets popped in the back of the skull. So not only is it a big fat guy, but he evacuated himself in the tub before they were ever to get there. It's all sorts of horrible. Yeah, it's all sorts of horrible, and I like it. Anyways, (coughs) so like you had. um... So let's stray away from the fat guy in the bathtub. That yeah, is the topic of the show today. Where I'm going. This is <laughs> totally should be the topic of the show. Fat people in bathtubs. <laughs> ah, not again. <laughs> um, have you ever came to this issue where you have a condo in Florida and the hot tub on your back porch? The stays warm and you have the cover a multi- on the back. But you come down from Michigan to your comfortable Florida oh, condo stop, and stop, open up stop. the cover and find a sous vide raccoon. That might mean there's a hole in your screen porch somewhere. A sous vide raccoon. It happens in Florida. Like, <laughs> it it does happens fucking happen. I live there. I know. Um, <laughs> Why don't we just title this Let's Hate Michigan? Let's just title this Take episode off. Fuck Michigan. I, I have before. I got in trouble for it. I got a letter from I mean, the what? Department of Michigan Services. Let's think about was, some good things that actually come one from word. Michigan Quit. currently. <laughs> Let's see. What are some good things? We got Eminem. We yeah. got Fago. I don't care what any of you any of you say. Fago is fucking Isn't delicious. Fago from Ohio? No, Fago is Michigan. The main factory is in Detroit. There are no more factories in Detroit. Uh, you you are correct. It is from Michigan. Ooh. Oh. That might explain why ICP used it every single time. Because well, it was Michigan, Michigan. Ohio, whatever. They are not the same thing. Don't you <laughs> dare even throw that. Do not let that sentence come out of your lips. Oh my God, Kid! We we do not like Kid Rock. <laughs> we love the land of Stretch and Gretchen. Kid Rock sucks, by the way. I'm sorry, Mike. I you know I love you, but that guy is object- objectively horrible. Yeah, Kid Rock. Yeah, he just grew up in a rich family worse. and then decided, you know, hey, these these guys that paint their faces like clowns might be able to launch my music career. 
it's not even that, right? It's like, so I wouldn't have a fucking problem with him if he didn't literally betray everything he was. Like, I understand being a rich kid and coming out and trying to make hip hop. He made the song Bull God, and I love that song. It is it is a fucking stoner rock anthem that it has, is, is out there. You know what I mean? It's And it's good, and it has good vocals and everything. Fast forward two years when nobody's supporting his gangsterhood lifestyle, he betrays everything he was and goes into this podunk hip-hop country amalgamation thing yeah like even though he was <laughs> yeah he, even though he fucking grew up in in a, a mansion with a guest house and a gazebo, and a gazebo. they had a fucking, fucking gazebo okay yeah and fucking acres of land and so all of a sudden now he's supposed to be talking to like country folk and the worst fucking part is is that i am from texas grave robbers from the fucking south we're from the south and we can smell these fucking imposters coming a mile away and for some goddamn reason everybody on our side was like no let that one in fucking kid rock dude because he made ba went to ba and i i'm sorry the intro to that song is still one of the hardest intros ever that no. fucking that long ass scream he does yes mm. Yes, that is no. the one time I will not shit on Kid Rock is for that. Because <laughs> well, no, like I said, I liked, well, this is not a political show. We're not talking about politics. We're talking about how he couldn't get an audience like M&M's, like ICP's. And so he switched to this halfway point of country and hip hop. Like this is, yeah, this he, did, he even did a song. He even did a song with ICP and. All, all the ICB fans still didn't go out and buy his shit. Yeah, he was trying no. to launch his back off of Michigan hip hop, or launch his career off the back of Michigan hip hop, I should say, and he couldn't fucking do it because he was terrible. So, which kind of sucks because he did have kind of a clean verse on that song. I will say that you do know the man. song though, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Where he's like, "Boo hoo, motherfucker! What you crying what you for? Crying I'm for? the that you bitch would die for." Yep. Yeah. Like, what you crying for? <laughs> Like, mm. There's nothing to do with politics, Mike. Like, um, yeah. But I mean, like, so of course the Florida guy and the Michigan guy are the ones that still listen to ICP. <laughs> I do. Uh, I still listen to ICP. I, I even have a, a juggalo, playlist. But I still do. Yeah, I even have a playlist on my Amazon Music that is titled "All Six, mm. and it's literally just all six fucking Joker's Joker cards in order. Yeah. Nice. Gotta, is I that gotta, you? That's a good is idea. that I you? Is the that. name of the song? Yeah, that's it. Kid Rock, Kid Rock, is that you? Yeah. Yodle, yodle, yodle. <laughs> <laughs> Dead man claims that he can yodel. However, he will I can, not. Yodel. I'm not gonna. Thus, yodel. Need to, yodel. To, to conclude that Dead man cannot yodel because he cannot prove it. Then you are a goddamn liar. I if you can't That's yodel, fine. I don't I, give a fuck. <laughs> you, well, you guys think you're gonna neg me into the fucking yodeling? Yes. <laughs> are you yes. fucking kidding me? Yes, Just saying. Put them wooden shoes on. Mike get Smith them wooden shoes on, man boy. Yodel to prove he can actually yodel. I tell you what, get 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 the get the Patreon to fifteen, minimum fifteen, fifteen. Get them to fifteen. I'll actually sing in the jailhouse now with the complete yodel. 
yodel as Nick Cage. We're going to yodel in as Nick Cage. <laughs> I don't think he can. <laughs> yodel, yodel. We have 11, so I only have to make four fake accounts. Stop. <laughs> oh, no, it's got to be at the $5 tier. I'm not letting I'm not letting you pull a mustard and go, well, here's a $1 tier. I can do that for two months. No, it has to be $5 tier. Yeah, exactly. I know you're broke ass ain't going to do that. that I have spent more than that. <laughs> I know you have. On fucking wings. <laughs> I will start In a, a GoFundMe. Just get get dead man to yodel. Oh, that I'll, will I'll be do the it. Goal of the, I'll do it. Be the goal. I'll I'll do it. Like like I have no issue. Yeah, I spent all day annoying grave robber yod- uh, singing fucking bluegrass. <laughs> I honestly didn't mind it at all. I know I was attempting to annoy you, and instead you were just like. <laughs> the most annoying part was having to find the fucking walkthrough of that mission, and then having the British kid fucking talk the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> not, not conspiring against me has to be at the five dollar tier. Not accepting oh. anything else. Anyways, so yeah, like, like let, let's talk about let's talk about like the division. Like I I know we I know we've talked about it, but let's actually talk a little bit about like the idea of what the game is, like. So basically, a bunch of assholes from Michigan created a virus. Okay. All right. <laughs> Look here, motherfucker. Is Keener from Michigan? Hold on. Hey, oh, that okay. is a good question, because that's the dude we're fighting right now. I don't know shit about the division, so I'm kind of out on this one. Uh, hold on. If he is, I'm going to lose my shit. Hold on. <laughs> I have to. Oh, you are so fucking lucky. Okay. He is from uh, Ridgewood, New Jersey. That's even worse. New Jersey is worse than Michigan. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll admit that. So, I mean, let's let's. Uh, but why why is it so much? Why is it better than Destiny? And I do believe that where Destiny has almost a complete disconnect from the player, Division kind of feels personal like in a weird way because of like what your character is is going to be like they're both customizable characters spawn so, is from michigan though that's cool who spawn yeah suck yeah. it suck it we get spawn i don't care that's the only argument i need that's all right <clears throat> florida has all the porn stars all the wrestlers and all the pop bands so oh but you guys have a whole last newsletter that's like Florida man does insert stupid ass thing here because Florida is never boring. The most recent Florida man, two Florida guys in Fort Myers, which is the town I used to live in, got arrested in their Lamborghini with 3,000 liquid marijuana cartridges in it. Florida man. But Michigan is the trashy state. Okay. Yeah, because Florida is the exciting state. No, Florida is an open world MMOR fucking open uh-huh. world game, and y'all That's just what, play by your own rules. Flor- That's Florida what makes it is IRLGTA. All right, like let's not <laughs> pretty much up. is. <laughs> like I'm sorry, dude. I lived and I worked in fucking Florida, and and, and it was terrible, dude. Like, you never know what's gonna happen. Of it. I hate there could it be a, of it. there could be an event where they shut down one of the major bridges that go over the city so they can turn it into a giant water slide or there could be a naked man running around high on some kind of drug eating the face off of a homeless person you never know or, exciting. or tries to sleep with an alligator for five bucks right well, well, because in florida it's illegal to have sex with a porcupine 
it's, it's he's a not, fact. He's, you can he's look he's it up. Not wrong. <laughs> it's real. But I mean, let's not. Well, it's let's like, not why is that a law? <laughs> Somebody did it. But let's not let's not forget when we were working at that one truck place, you and I, the delivery place, and literally it was a Cat Three hurricane that was supposed to hit, and we both got a text that said, uh, "You're still coming to work. Like yeah. we're not closed for the night." Meanwhile, you got gas stations. Everybody's buying water and trying to shelter in place, and our boss is texting us like, "Don't even think about it." Yeah. <laughs> Sucks cool. to suck, bro. Have fun. It was just like when I worked for the glass company. Yeah, we were getting hit with a fucking hurricane, and we got stranded on fucking Sanibel because oh, they shut yeah. the bridge down. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like they have to, they have to shut Sanibel down because that fucking bridge is only two feet above the goddamn water. Yeah. But it was cool as shit though. When we were driving out, the storm was coming in, and the waves were hitting and going boosh all the way over the bridge. That was oh, fucking cool. No, Except you. you know, I was at work. I'm like, man, I and don't want to die at work. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, if I died at work, I, I would ultimately, cool. I would ultimately just be pissed that I died at work. Meaning I could have got, I, I didn't have to leave the house that morning. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, so fine. I mean, passing by the division, what are the games actually that you guys have played have actually felt kind of personal? Because that's how it was for the division for me. Like for for Destiny, I felt so disconnected from the story. I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of this, you know. But for for for, for the division, I was like, it kind of feels personal not only because they created my character but because of the world you know what i mean like they people had motives for doing the things they did what are the games for you guys had like that feeling for you if at all see that's a hard one because a lot of the games that i could say that are mostly horror games because those are the ones that i've i can't say that i like the one story that i have stuck with is borderlands yeah. something something about that story just keeps bringing me in just wanting to know more about the vaults wanting to know more about pandora and each game just gives me more and more that i'm like i just i i want more lore here give me more lore that's all i yeah. need i mean i'm excited for the movie do you are lying through your teeth and i know you are i am the only disappointment i have is roland roland is being played by a five foot two actor and that's the only well, it goes the height thing again Roland's a monster, dude. That's Roland's a beast. Yeah, that's Roland literally a beast. part of his fucking lore is how big he is. He literally hauls around a goddamn double-barreled machine gun in his pocket. Like it's it's part of the lore. It's not me being about how fucking tall he is. Literally, the it's like, well, it's you like didn't have a, any problems when Hugh Jackman was playing five foot nine Wolverine, right? Wolverine is five foot four. And I and he's I've, even smaller. There you go. You didn't have I've any problems with this, that. I've actually said this multiple fucking times. They went through the effort in the first movie to at least make him look short. So maybe they they're did. gonna make the guy look big. Tom Cruise looks like he's the same height as other people when he's in the movie. Yeah, but like I said before, with fucking Wolverine, and, and you're moving the goalposts and you're trying to gish gallop me. Fuck you. No, I'm with telling Wolverine, you, you didn't have a problem because movie. it looked like it was supposed because to be they there. made the effort. They made the effort to make him look short. Right. After after X2, they were like, fuck this. Like, yeah, okay, fuck it. Right. Wolverine, six so foot two. What does the guy's <laughs> height have to do with Roland if they make the effort to make him look like he's because a monster? Kevin James can't or Kevin James, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Kevin Christ. Hart. <laughs> Sorry. Kevin Hart cannot pull off that serious of a character. I will yeah. I refuse to see it. I have never seen him pull off a character as serious as Roland is because Roland has the stone face stone face expression that like nothing phases him yeah my whole even... my whole my whole uh 
base got invaded, ah, we need to go do something. Like, no emotion except let's go and get shit done. Yeah. So it's it's just bad casting. Like in all honesty, and bad. If they would have picked like Wesley Snipes, Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan, and they didn't pick almost any like the guy who played Umbaku in fucking uh, Black Panther, almost anybody else, dude. But they picked fucking Kevin Hart as part of stunt casting to get the movie money. So yeah. that's the only that's the only part of that. That's the only problem I have with it is that he's not right for this fucking role. Like I like. Uh, a five so is he not right for the role because of his acting or because of his height? Both. They they're not mutually exclusive. It's not like fucking they're making a documentary about Shaq and hire a guy that's five foot six to fucking play him. You're gonna look at that and go, something's not right here. You're and then at the same fucking time, guy, guy sucks. And then the guy sucks at acting. You're also not gonna be like. Also, something is not right here, but I must choose which one I to be upset. No, fuck that. The okay, guy's short the and he's is, a shitty actor. Shaq is not a good actor. He's not. But we're not fucking talking about his acting deflection, asshole. <laughs> I'm just trying right. to keep pushing shit all fucking, the right buttons today. I'm just trying to keep shit fucking moving around instead of going on rants about how tall and short people are. We're not. We're you not started the rant, you asshole. Yeah, we're not specifically fucking targeting his height. But you started with the height. Because that's what your opening was. Rolling. Because of right, but it's not that's, it's not the height, it's his was. stature. Stature is different than height. Sta- yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, because Kevin Hart, don't you sit up and act like you got some big point for this. <laughs> because when it comes to Kevin Hart, I see him with his kind of like shoulder slumped. If he does the whole big shoulder thing, he looks funny. He, he looks doesn't like an look angry intimidating. Toddler, yes. He looked yeah, he looks like a toddler trying to step up. And I will tell you there's never been a toddler that I've seen do that that I'm like I will kick you in the dome and I will level the playing field here. As soon as you can get through your window that's been snowed in. <laughs> but Oh, everything is iced over, man. I haven't seen the sunshine <laughs> in 3 damn days. <laughs> that sucks. Um but no, seriously, just ignore the Kid Dead Rock Man reference. Started cool. off with the height. Yeah, fuck Kid Rock. I heard the reference. <laughs> you just chose no. to ignore it. Yes, but Dead Man started off with. We picked a five foot four guy to play a big. Okay, he didn't say he picked a guy that looks like a little bitch. A five foot three actor to play Roland. Yes, indicating his fucking stature as one a soldier and two a giant. Right, that did not indicate it. All that said was you, he, you were going, you were going for the height thing again. You were going for the height thing again. Then how was it can be okay. understood? Because here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Mexican women are tiny, uh-huh. but when they get drunk and start uh-huh. on their fucking attitude, they're uh-huh. still pretty fucking scary. Yeah, dude. Try so to being five foot three, three or even five foot one doesn't mean you don't have an intimidating stature. Again, it's not. It's like it's the idea of Roland is what Roland is in the game. There is a purpose to his size. It is not. It is not arbitrary. There is a purpose to Roland's size. There is, like he's part of the he's part of the Legion. Uh, what is it? The Crimson Lance. He's part of the yep. Crimson Lance, which wore a mostly uniform group. So, like the the idea that why are we talking about Mexican women? You ever picked up a Chihuahua when it doesn't want to be? Uh, <laughs> fuck them rats but the, the 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 legion itself is uniform so him being of a big of a big stature and being a multiple user of weapons comes with the idea that he has a big stature 
he is a big guy. So when they pick the five foot three comedy actor to play a serious fucking role like a giant monster of a man, there is a fucking disconnect. That's that's what I'm trying to get at, dude. Like you're 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 just fucking zoned in on this fucking height thing for some goddamn reason. I can see what Grave Robber's doing because I can see Dead Man's brain just overheating, and I can see yeah, why he's laughing. <laughs> no, Mike, I'm not talking about being tall again. I'm talking about the idea of a fucking character that was supposed to be a certain stature being played by an actor that is not that stature and even close. Yeah, but how many times have we seen that in all reality? In movies, again, how many like, times have we seen bad bad casting for a character that had no business being that character? Well, Actually, several times. Like, how we, did um, what's his face do as Batman? Robert, Pat- Robert he did Pattinson. Really well. He did really well because I did not expect the pasty shovel faced kid from Twilight to be a decent Batman. I've heard nothing so, but good things about it. Maybe there's some yeah. weird shit we don't know about Kevin Hart. Well, and that's why I'm excited for the movie. Like he his his part is the only part that has me questioning. That's it. The rest of it I'm fucking down with, dude. I yeah, am fucking Jack down. Black is claptrap. I'm a little I'm a little uh iffy on that. I'm I'm down with it. He has the energy and the and the projection. Like I'm down with it. It's just like I said, Kevin Hart is the only wild card in this whole fucking production. Like we have so many other people that are gonna that are you know already awesome, so it's just weird. I guess we'll Wait, find who's out. Playing Moxie. Ooh, if, if that, Kevin, that's who's if playing Kevin Moxie? Hart okay, I'm just cool needs to make another alimony payment, and that's why he just had to be in a movie. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> who's playing Mad Who, Moxie? Yeah, who's playing Moxie? Uh, da 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 da. Gina Gert Gershon. Gert. Gina Gershon. Right? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're lucky I don't hit women. I don't either, but for you I'd make an exception. Yeah, I don't hit girls. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Blanchard as Kate Blanchard as Lilith? Okay. Yeah. Like I said, the rest of the fucking casting is awesome. It's just one amalgamation. That's the only part I'm having issues with. Dude, like, the rest of it I'm good. All her words. But I mean, yeah, no, let's talk about it. Like, who else has been casted that we did not expect to play like that character so well? Will Smith is Genie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Really? You know what? I, I, I'll give you that one. Like, I kind of thought that was a joke, but he actually did pull off a really good Genie. He did really good. And he had some gigantic ass shoes to fill. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm, I want to, but at, at the same time, like, I still have robin there you know what i mean do does this have to be another donut of equality situation dead man no this does not fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i have plans to see it i have plans to see have plans to see it dude it came out before the fucking virus did Uh, what are your plans like retire to kosovo and then watch the fucking movie Ah, i've lived a good life Time to watch the aladdin time to ruin my fucking perception of the aladdin movie (laughs) I got the, one the, good year the, left in me. The what about you? I had about Aladdin was they didn't even have like it, it was the all British cast again, you know. I mean, the chick they had play Princess Jasmine, she wasn't bad. Um, Jasmine has a song in there for no absolutely no reason, which serves absolutely no purpose. But uh, I mean, you would have figured they could have picked like an actual like 
you know, someone mm. from Southeast Asia, India area that Aladdin nobody really knows. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because there's some fucking sexy Bollywood actresses that I think could have made a better Jasmine. Oh, definitely, definitely. There's a list out there. There is, yeah. But it's it's like the same thing with uh with uh, Marvel's Immortals. You know what I mean? Like when they when they all went off to their own different cultures and stuff like that. And we had a whole lot of those cultures being introduced in one movie. It was it was really interesting. And for them to just skip over like this whole casting idea for Disney's Aladdin was kind of insulting. Mm-hmm. Never, I didn't watch Mortals. Didn't, I didn't watch. It's it. not bad. It's not bad. It's not. It's not Marvel like you expect Marvel to Marvel, but it's it's actually not bad. Uh, Angelina Jolie was was the wild card for me in that one, and she did so really surprisingly well like surprisingly well like i was like well shit she's actually acting it took her fucking getting cast in a marvel movie for her to act like fuck like <laughs> it's ridiculous so i was i was sitting here thinking about that because i'm like man most of the times whenever i see somebody cast as a somebody cast i'm like okay they can do a good job joaquin phoenix is a joker that one really surprised me yeah no i after after his after him as Commodus in uh, Gladiator, I, I I was like, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. That guy that guy has a that guy has a switch. He can just go on a moment. Like that was a good choice, though. Like good, yeah, good example. The only, the only though. movie I remember, the only movie I remember him from was uh, Walk the Line. Yeah, Walk the Line. He was Commodus in uh, 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 Gladiator. He was also the little the little brother in. Uh, signs like i know you're younger but you know like i've known about this guy's career for years and years and seeing him as the character commodus from gladiator i was like yeah that guy's that guy's a good choice but um in all reality like like i i know everybody's expecting me to say oh fucking Heath Ledger the joker no rdj is iron man i uh, had no idea i could yeah i when i seen that i uh, it's the same thing with me like when you said that you could see Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker when it came yeah. to RD, RDJ playing as Iron Man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That would make the most sense out of any casting they could do. It actually took fucking DJ to convince me. Like when I first, first, first heard about the the casting, I was like, RDJ? Really? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang? Fucking... Mr. Rom-Com? Yeah. As Iron Man? As as Tony fucking Stark? And I was like, "Eh, maybe, maybe depending on which Tony, you know what I mean? Because there are, at that point in time, there was about four iterations of Tony. And I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Mr. RDJ over here. Fucking Mr. Rehab. (laughs) Coming in. And DJ was like, just real quick, yeah, it's fun to be like, oh, hey, Mr. Rehab, but at least he kept trying to fix it. Oh. Otherwise, it would just have been, oh, Mr. Drug Overdose. Oh, yeah. Mr. I'd rather be known Ritter. as Mr. Rehab than the fucking crackhead that was found on the sidewalk. You know, <laughs> most, people really? give him, like, most people give him praise for that. They're like, yeah. hey, he pulled such a great Tony Stark. And they're like, well, he was in rehab, but it's like, yeah, look at him now. Look what he's doing now. I mean, I would, I would rather. I mean, you know, you're right though. I would rather be called Mister Rehab than, uh, you know, River Phoenix Junior. Oh, but yeah, that's the thing though. Like, there's a song about that. 
I don't know where this fits in. It kind of doesn't, but I really want to talk about it. We'll say it, whatever. Okay, so like you had said, Mr. Rehab, we all got a little chuckle out of it, right? Mm. But why is it when someone, mostly male celebrities, are going through something very serious, the first thing we do is make a joke about it? Like Tyrese, you know, losing custody of his daughter, or Will Smith finding out that the 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 woman he loved doesn't give a shit about him anymore shit like that they always become a meme because as men that's how we're taught to cope with our cope with our depression or our mental illness is to make jokes out of other people or to make jokes out of ourselves and, and that's the sad truth it's yeah. not that it's not that we don't care cuz obviously everybody was pissed when we seen the thing happen with Will Smith and we seen oh, him yeah. crying we were all just ready to reach for the screener and you know one quick one but we're we still laugh at it because Hi, Eddie that's that's how we've been taught to handle shit like that no matter what is to make memes is to make jokes because we have not been taught healthy coping mechanisms to deal with this or to help other people out what can we like do when somebody that? comes to me and talks to me about it i'm nine times out of ten i don't know how to handle it so it's just like it's okay well, we can we yeah. can literally look at a single line from the first spider-man film with toby mcguire what does the world great responsibility what does the world love more than a hero it's to see a hero fail to see him fall to see him break and on top of all of that there is there is a bit of resentment when we see these celebrities go through shit because it's like okay yeah dude you're sad but you're also never going to experience hunger you're also not worried about going to work tomorrow you're not worried about your next car payment you're not worried about how how to pay your house off or your kids going to school none of this shit none of this shit can touch them so there is a bit of resentment there and you know i feel it too i feel it too like oh good you know oh fucking oh how sad you you're gonna like when the when the lockdown happened and all those idiots sang that fucking Beatles song, it's like, oh yeah, here, let me sing for you from my fifty-three million dollar mansion while you sit there in your eight hundred dollar rent house. Fuck you, dude. Like fuck. That's you. kind they're, of they're... like whenever Eminem drops a new album. Every criticism that people have for a new Eminem album is, why are you still bitching about this? Well, and, and and he addresses it in several places. One, he doesn't have a mansion anymore. He doesn't have multiple houses anymore. He lives in a regular home now. He owns a mansion still, but he's trying to sell it. He lives in a regular home now in a fucking gated community in the middle of Michigan. Like he doesn't have. He he lives in a a, a, a what is it? A sub what? Suburb. There's there's another word for it. There's a sub, subdivision. Subdivision. There you go. He lives in a subdivision. He doesn't even have a man. He he's selling his mansions. Like the the dude the dude doesn't live like a fucking billionaire anymore. And they they've talked to him several times about like why what 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 happened. And he goes like it was fucking stupid to begin with. And they were like they even tried to make fun of him. They were like, "Well, what watch are you wearing, bro? Like, come on, you got money. What watch are you wearing?" And he looked, and he picks, yeah, and he's like, "It's a G-Shock." And they were like, "Well, fuck, how much is that?" And he was like, "I don't know, hundred bucks." Yeah. <laughs> but they were trying to catch him in a lie, but he's not. He's not fucking lying. And most of his, 
most of his songs now are about still his mental health and about his failing to deal with addiction and you know his failed relationships that he's attempted in the last couple of years so Which we can stop those at any time i will make that very clear <laughs> as an m&m fan we can stop those at any fucking time well, he, <laughs> yeah. has a, he has a house in clinton township and a house in rochester hills yeah and he's one of those is for sale Hmm. Oh, yeah. One of those is for sale, and he's trying to sell it, and just nobody's moving to that to that area. But yeah, it's it's a normal house. The guy lives a normal fucking life. He still drives the same goddamn Mercedes when he when he landed a uh, his first couple of million from his records from like six records ago. He still drives the same Mercedes. Uh, Eminem drives Porsche. And them, his yeah. house in Clinton Township is 8,900 square feet, built in 96, purchased for $1.4 million. Which in Michigan Ooh. is? In Michigan is like almost the same as Florida. <laughs> two bathroom, two bedrooms, two bathrooms with a single car driveway, 2,500 a month. Like, <laughs> yeah. Welcome and to then, the Eminem house tour, everybody. Yeah. No shit. And, uh, well, no, that wasn't his. That was a Florida anecdote. That's a Florida thing. And it's, yeah, it's also in Michigan. Like, yeah, okay, $1.2 million. And it's like, oh, so it's a larger than average home. <laughs> and then how big is Eminem's house? The 17,000 square foot estate is also known as the Kmart Mansion. Because the Kmart his, Mansion. Because his yeah. former owner was Charles Conway, the previous chairman of Kmart. It ran into legal issues when his crooked financial dealings led to Kmart's bankruptcy. That's why Kmart got shut down. Okay. Oh, I thought people just stopped going. Yeah, no, I thought Target no. like beat it out after no. it came yeah. out. No, that guy, that guy got into some serious shit and literally just sold the company. Oh, I duck, thought it was because people just stopped out. going. Oh. No, they just ducked out. But yeah, he calls it his Kmart Mansion, and that's the one I think that is for sale. I think that's the one he's selling is the Kmart Mansion. Now, why did Toys R Us go out of business? That's a real question. Toys R Us only went out of business in America, but now they come back and there's actually like a Toys R Us section in like, um, uh, what's that fucking general store that's in the mall? It's like Macy's, I think. I don't know. There's Toys R Us sections in Macy's now, but Toys R Us never went out of business anywhere else but America. I don't know. I'm not 16. I don't hang around the mall anymore. I still, I still go to like toy stores and shit as a 40 year old i know i look weird but i still love going i still like finding all the lightsabers and all the cool funko stuff and like i was this close to taking my ass to disney yesterday afternoon buying a ticket walking straight to galaxy's edge building a lightsaber and then coming right back home mike smith so yeah it says, doesn't matter how old you are yeah mike smith america says america loves failure we we like to see yeah we like to see people fall man and and like I said there is a bit of resentment in, in the in the standard American towards these millionaires and billionaires when they're having issues like this you know what I mean like can we can we relate to them on a human level yes I believe we are more connected to celebrities now than ever before I guess but at that the makes same sense, time though. yeah yeah at the same this time though celebrities are now starting to see that they can't do what they do without us. And a lot of these motherfuckers are really waking up to that aspect. Like, good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you have a, uh, you have Tom Hiddleston is Loki. He will never refuse an autograph. They, in fact, they, they, they made it a rule in Marvel to not bother him 
when they have a premiere, <laughs> because this is real, this is this really happened. He will never refuse an autograph. He was uh, when he was a kid, he was refused an autograph by one of his favorite actors in the world, and the kid, he just told him to go fuck off, kid. So now, as a celebrity, he never refuses an autograph, or uh, when somebody wants to set up a voicemail with him, he 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 does it all. So for the Avengers movies, every time they had Tom hiddleston in it and he was trying to get into the theater like the marvel people were like dude come on we're, we're trying to premiere and he was just like no go on i'm not doing it I'm not doing it I'm not gonna leave the fans I'm not going to do it so and they were like well we, we can't start the goddamn movie without you man come on and he was like, I'm not. <laughs> suck. go start it man i got shit yeah he's like that, that sucks either you wait for me or you fucking start and so they were like, well, fuck it then. Just leave security with him. Go start the goddamn movie. And this shit happened so fucking often that they just left him out there from now on. He would come in like midway through the movie, like a two and a half hour movie. He'd come in like midway from signing everybody's autographs and doing everything. And then you got fucking like Chris Evans, who also is the exact same way, who anytime a fan stops him, like he will sign autographs. He will talk to them like. I haven't heard anything bad about this weird, like weirdly, right? Like I haven't heard anything bad about this generation of actors. What about you guys? Uh, I, nope. I haven't heard anything bad. I've mostly just heard like, Oh, they said something stupid on Twitter. That's about the extent of the action I've heard. (laughs) No, seriously. The only time I've ever heard something bad come from like, Oh, he said this, he said this. I'm like, was it, was it really just Twitter that this happened? Yeah. But so how is he with fan interaction in person? Well, he's a good person to talk to to his fans. So what's your point? It, it got said on Twitter. Okay, that's Twitter. Get off social media. Go see what yeah, he's right. like in person <laughs> to his fans. Touch goddamn yeah. grass. Go touch some grass, please. What I think is love, funny about God. a lot of the Marvel actors, though, is they all have that I'm just a regular person look when they're walking around with the gray hoodie and the baseball cap with the brim like this and then the fucking Ray-Bans. And this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not an actor. I'm just a person. You look like a, you, look, you like look like every like fucking incognito <laughs> actor ever. And it's funny because Chris Evans, fucking Cap, was talking about that how he grew out his beard between movies, and he grew out a big bushy beard, like a big one, right? And he was, uh, he said he was out, and none of the adults recognized him. He would walk into a place, and none of the adults recognized it. But he said every time I walked by a fucking kid, the kid was like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that and plus with the hat and glasses thing, you know, they're like the kids can see under the hat. I guess, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, like, like that's weird though, right? Because I've never heard of a, like a bad interaction, a bad fan interaction, like from this newest generation of actors. I'm talking about Marvel and DC and stuff like that. I know, like, God, I, I know, like a really awkward interview happened with uh, Henry Cavill when he said he's kind of afraid to do anything near a woman when he's acting because of the whole me too shit and everybody was like well if you're afraid what are you doing that's so bad that'll be misinterpreted i'm like no don't do that don't do that this this, this some lady said michael jackson sexually assaulted her 10 years after he died like yeah you don't even have to be near them for them to say me too you know i see something like, uh, but the, the thing is, is that, you know, it's like, when you look at Henry Cavill, this kid grew, this guy grew up an awkward nerd. He grew up an awkward person. He does not have a lot of social skills. He like, showed up on this. set wearing his own Geralt of Rivia costume. 
<laughs> and to, uh, to audition, yeah, to audition. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this, is this? this is an awkward dude who is a really good actor. Henry like, Cavill. Spent, yeah, Henry Cavill. So like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, no, don't try to. Don't try to put that fucking narrative on him. Like, no, 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 no. Like, nobody has ever complained about him, and it's for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? Oh, that guy. Yeah, Superman. <laughs> Superman. Yeah, he showed up on. Uh, he showed up for his audition as of Geralt of Rivia in his own Witcher cosplay. <laughs> Tell okay. me he's not a nerd. <laughs> okay, you're gonna look at that guy and be like. Mm. We should keep an eye on him. He has way too much free time. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Mike Smith says, give me, can me to me. I'll dress up like a Michigan sheep. Uh, he oh, has, I he was has the tat- born in Michigan. He has the tattoo on his hand. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just... <laughs> what tattoo are we talking about particularly here, dead man? <laughs> Because if we're talking about a tattoo like that, you might want to refer to one that's on my thigh or on my foot. No, I know it's one's on your thigh and your foot, but uh, anyways, uh, but I, I mean, like, I, I think it's funny, right? Because like, 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 Grave Robber and I were going over seventies and eighties uh, action movies on the educational show, and like the, the the progression of firearms and really bad and really good firearm movement and stuff like that. But I also see that with acting. Right, like, like there is there is a lot of acting that happens. Hey, DJ's here. Hey, DJ. Hey, what's up? So there's there's also there's also a school of acting that's changed, and I think the tough guy is no longer the Clint Eastwood narrowed eyed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you you know, stoic guy. We have like the closest thing we have to that is John Wick. And even John has like a wide like range of emotions, like or is that just me? No, it seems like we've had more characters that display more than just mm-hmm. angry or pissed off. Yeah, because we even I don't think... even have Ice Cube acting anymore, and he was like our go-to angry guy. Yeah, like twenty-two jump you street. Just no, twenty-one hand. jump street. Who did you just knife hand? <laughs> Great Robert, you just knife handed someone. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a natural thing. When I start talking about being angry, just <laughs> oh, it's so, a little note, uh, Mike. Uh, I'm trying it this time with without the hat. See if people like that. If not, I'll just go back to the hat and just wear that from now on. We like it, man. I actually that was the first thing I noticed, but I didn't want to say anything and like yeah, same here. Make you think you had to put a hat on. You, 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 know? just, you just knife handed so, so, somebody within the next three miles just hit dirt because of you, dude. Fuck you. That Good. was a vicious one, bro. <laughs> uh, just, so what about you, DJ? What do you think, man? Like, like we, we're now seeing protagonists, antagonists with a wide right range of emotions. Do you think that's true? Or do you think we're still kind of stuck in the Clint Eastwood? All I know is angry um no no like the first one definitely nowadays people want you know a wide range of emotions i mean they want the heroes to be i guess it gets more tougher and they want the villains to be a little bit more sympathetic you know and that's great and all but sometimes i i like the old simplicity like old school disney villains you know a, a bad guy's a bad guy and you know a good guy's a good guy i mean i'm still There's with no that moral gray there yeah yeah like i'm still with the class i mean don't get me wrong like nowadays it's great but 
like you take things like uh like modern disney movies where the good guy has like all this you know like all this backstory this narrative it makes them compelling it leaves the villain in the dust and it's like encanto yeah exactly yeah, a perfect example and you know i'm looking at this and i'm like the good guy doesn't need all this you know they don't they, they honestly don't you know like one classic narrative uh rule is the bad guy makes the story they're pretty much yes. like 75 to 90 percent of the story the good guy finishes the story you know, for example, look at Sleeping Beauty, you know, you know, like a Maleficent pretty much doing like, you know, like doing all these things. And the good guys like have like what, 10 percent screen time, not even that, like maybe like five yeah. minutes of actual screen time. But you didn't yeah. need it. You really did. not need a, it. Here's a challenge. Name the prince in Sleeping Beauty. What was his name? One, one second. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Prince Charming. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't fucking do it. But the Maleficent, you know her fucking name. <laughs> You're all wrong, by the way. It's it actually is Prince Philip. It's Prince oh. Philip, right? Philip, Philip, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, but yeah, you think it was yeah, but he didn't need a name, really. They could live because we lived. didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah, <laughs> he was just the guy that was like, "I'm gonna kiss that corpse over there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, can they kiss the corpse? Kill the dragon first. Yeah, I know, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's like Maleficent. <laughs> How did you know necrophilia is my fetish? Right? Oh God! <laughs> See, you, you done it now. You done it now. <laughs> he kisses her. She opens her eyes. He goes, "Damn it! Fuck! <laughs> Ruined it!" Yeah, seriously, like I'm, I am, like sometimes I do. I can't imagine like him saying those words. Like Melissa saying, "Like you now deal with me and all the powers of hell," and like you know, and Prince is like, "Well, come hell and high water, I'm fucking that corpse." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because <sighs> I mean, you're not wrong. She said she will be all but dead. Like that was the curse. She will be mm-hmm. in the living sleep, which back then meant fucking dead. <laughs> oh my god, Prince Philip had a fetish, and like that's it, right? That's it. he heard it through the grapevine. He was like, Wait, what? I can do this legally? All I gotta do is kill a dragon. I'm in. <laughs> you know, and, and, and yeah, and, you know, you notice that too. He didn't show up until that last uh like, yeah, yeah, minute. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, Sleeping Beauty, she's off somewhere. Okay, whatever. Yeah, well, we're getting married. Uh, Wait a minute, she's dead? <laughs> really? Really? Let me just polish up my sword here. Corpses <laughs> don't tag you both, for child support. Both of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fucking sharpening that bitch. So what you're saying is I even got her parents' permission. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's oh, fucking bitch. horrible. Uh, like, Gibby's still getting roasted in the chat. Oh, I know. I just, I, I just seen that man. Like, what the DJ hell? DJ went full fucking, full fucking send on that one, and I love it. <laughs> like, we, we created some violence with a knife hand, and now DJ's just going full send on that one. Like, holy shit! Like, oh, this oh, is oh, sorry, sorry. Episode. Sometimes, sometimes that does happen. You know, you. Uh, no, I love it. I you, love you it. Give me like a little needle hole out. Ripping into a canvas. We love it. Right? <laughs> Especially once you start talking about the Heath Ledger Joker. Fuck you. Anyways. 
but like it is it is interesting though like like how like the way dj put it that the maleficent right here she's 90 percent of the fucking movie prince philip two percent like the, the rest of it like it's so fucking much and like encanto is the perfect uh the perfect example of that in a modern day setting when even i was like why don't they give bruno anything Anything. I was pretty upset about that. Yeah, they're like, we don't talk about Bruno. No, and I'm like, but why? Yeah, like I know that I know they gave their I know they gave the reasons like, oh, he made it rain or whatever. Like he, he got in their head, but I'm like, why don't you just tell the fucking perspective from Bruno? Like, how interesting would that have been for just a like instead of that ten minutes where nothing happened, we could have gone and she could have found like, okay, when she's exploring Bruno's room, like yeah. how cool would it have been for her to find bruno instead of that that 12 minutes of of her exploring the room she finds bruno he talks about his experience and the visions from his side jeez Mike. and then we go back into the story how interesting would that have been yeah well that's the thing too like Shut and up, then Mike. to find out about what's going on with bruno's side we get like the shortest song in the movie yeah <laughs> and the most popular and number one currently well, yeah. no, 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 no. It, it changed, but it was number one for like, like for weeks. It was like, the we don't talk about Bruno one is not the one where it actually explains it. Bruno no. actually gets to explain it, but his song is like maybe two minutes long. I think oh, it's right, two right, minutes right, and yeah, 15 yeah. seconds. Yeah. I think it is because it made sense when he defended himself. Yeah. You know, he said that he saw that she was starting to sweat and he didn't want it to ruin her perfect day. So he said it looks like rain. And I'm like, that makes sense. If everybody's wet, they won't see your sweating, you know, like yeah. shit like that. Like he, he got less than two whole minutes to defend himself because a lot of it was music break. Like, I think Bruno's story could have been a lot more interesting. I was a little I upset because they kept was... building it up like Bruno was some bad guy. And I'm like, but what the fuck did he do? And mm -hmm. I, I kind of noticed that with like Pixar type movies. You know what I mean? Like, like they're supposed to have like an antagonist, but the antagonist really doesn't get or do anything to the story. You, you know, like, last good one I can think of was Syndrome. From... And Syndrome had the simplest thing, too. That's yeah. why I think, also, mm -hmm. when you think about it, Marvel being owned by Disney and shit, all the Marvel actors are, like, really cool with signing autographs and shit. Yeah. Because we've all watched The Incredibles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, <laughs> we know what happens with this kid turning into Syndrome. <laughs> you know oh what? Honestly, I have a question for all you guys in chat. Like, uh, uh, who here has seen uh, My Hero Academia? Yep. Okay, yeah. And I firmly stand by this. Deku is just sy syndrome that his he hero didn't give up on him. Yeah, that he went yep. good. Yep, 100%. You know, that, that's honestly the difference between Deku and syndrome. It's amazing how similar the two are. Yeah. Incredibly intelligent, adaptive. They, uh, they always come up with some kind of plan. I mean, Deku less so because he got the power, so it's kind of like he became less... Uh, nerdy and more jockey you know jockey that's not true in, in, his, in, his newest, uh, in his in this new season they're actually they're actually addressing his intelligence again okay uh, good because yeah for like for like two three seasons it just seemed like he just kind of like put that on the back burner he still had it but it was like one of those yeah it was a it was it? a one season thing it was a for a whole season he kind of took the back burner and they were kind of concentrating on all the other heroes around him but i mean uh it's just it's one of those things where, like in this new season, there are they're going back to the idea that Deku did study not only superheroes but uh, what's his name, 
<laughs> I can't remember his fucking All name. Might. All Might, and I have his pop too. Uh, and so that you know, when when his intelligence comes back into play, and we're seeing it now again with the with the league and stuff, I do like that. I do, and that, and that's actually a really cool take. What about you? What about you, Gibby? What do you think? Nah, they're the exact same, except without less, you know, crying. <laughs> they're they're perfectly similar, except for the crying part. Oh yeah, that too. But yeah, no, because well, and it's it's a shame too because people forget about Syndrome, but he was a very uh, you know, a very very uh, well thought out character. And, and and like I said, like and people don't think it's like a simple conversation can literally change uh, someone's uh, perspective on like a lot of things. And he's actually a perfect yeah. example of that. Hell yeah. And I wish he came back for the sequel. I really did. I mean, even, even if he, even if he did get like filleted via, uh, you know, via wind, uh, uh, air turbine, whatever. No capes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let, let's talk about that. Like, like, how, I mean, come on, like, like what other fucking Pixar villains are there? Like in all reality, you got the fat guy from Toy Story too. He's not even a villain. He's he's just somebody trying to get a quick buck. Oh no, that's DreamWorks. So yeah, uh, Despicable Me oh. is uh, DreamWorks, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. They're kind of similar in that, so it's kind of like yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like mm. it, it all crosses over, but that's what I mean, right? Like you can't think of anything. You like you got that guy that makes the dogs talk in Up. Oh yeah, what's his name? But even then, like he wasn't the 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 bad There's guy. There's the point right just... there when you have to say what's his name. Yeah, I can say syndrome. <laughs> Pixar yeah, villain. like like if we're talking about animated villains, you should be able to list their name off like right then. But if you have to go, oh yeah, how about shit, the entire human race from Wally? Uh, they weren't really bad guys. Well, well, they I destroyed guess, yeah, the pre, entire planet. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre, I guess, pre and post block populism. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I, I can't say they're bad guys because even, even like the president of the world came out and was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. We're leaving. We're going to let the robots clean this shit up. We're just, we're, come on, let's go. And like, that, that's the end of it. Like, you know, but I, I, I got, I mean, you can maybe argue, uh, uh, lots of hugging bear. Toy Story three. He was a he was a bad guy. He was a straight Lotso up. Lotso was a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the crab. I, I the guess crab the uh, thing from uh, the collector Monsters from Toy Z. Story two. Nah, like I said, maybe the prospector. Somebody... Maybe the prospector. The prospector yeah. would be more of a villain than the collector. Yeah. But the big guy, the big crab guy from uh, Monsters Inc. Mister Waternoose. Oh, Mister. Uh, yes. What is, what is it? Mr. Waternoose. Waternoose. There you go. I didn't. I don't what know. What about Randall? Randall. Randall is a good one, but secondary again, I don't think villain he's for a, sure. Yeah, he's I secondary. He's Dude, well, I, don't, I, I can't really consider him a villain though, because he's more uh, like a henchman. Yeah. yeah, like and like I said, like Wister, I guess Wister Waternoose. Like I don't know. I can't really see them as villains because they honestly believed, you know, this would happen. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like more like reactive. Uh, you know, reactive situation because it's, it's just we. It's just one of those things. Mm-mm. The grasshoppers from ants, or no, was, that? <laughs> Wait, was that Pixar? That was yeah, that was Pixar. Hopper, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking I, up uh, a list of uh, Pixar villains right here, and I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. He actually did play like a decent villain. Yeah, James, James Woods. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what doing, yeah, you doing the same. Shit by fucking memory. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man. I'm trying to like look through all these. I'm like, man, I don't even, I don't even know half these people had names. Yeah. Hold on. It is, yeah, it is yeah. a shame too. It really is. I should do that. <laughs> oh, and, uh, I guess I don't know why they're looking that up. Uh, yo, Mike. Uh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, Heath Ledger uh, could play, uh, Prince Philip. I mean, that guy's acting range was like was insane. I mean, I still had to constantly like remind myself, like, yeah, this is the guy who played what's his name from Brokeback Mountain. So you know, before he yeah. played the Joker. So it's like Ooh, uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. You would never think, you know, if you watched him uh, like back to back. But that guy's acting talent was like. Well, you know, he was also really good in A Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. He was wonderful in A Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like when he goes to a role, he goes into a role. He don't think it's Heath Ledger either. So yeah, that guy. Ernesto really De La Cruz. Where's Where's he from? Oh, Coco. from Coco. I sort of he stole the dude. He stole that guy. All that guy's music and his fucking guitar. Yeah, sort and of. And he poisoned sort him of. to further uh, his yeah. own agenda, his so, own career. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. But I mean, like, like that. That is also, I, I guess, kind of why a lot of what we look at as far as like Pixar and modern Disney, like why some of it doesn't connect is because we don't have a villain. We don't have uh you know what I mean? A, a, a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, like we do have, we, villain, do, we have, huh? like, have a villain. You can rip the name off, like right off the top of the head, like Ursula. Yeah. yeah. Scar, yeah. Ursula, Scar. <clears throat> of course, I'm trying to bring up names and I'm Jafar. drawing a blank right now. Jafar. Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like we had Yago. villains that we could easily name them off and list off characteristics of why they were villains. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. it's like, oh yeah, what's his name from this movie? Yeah, the closest I can get is Bruno. And like honestly, I'm more sympathetic with him than I am upset that he was a villain, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was a misunderstanding of what that was. We um, should probably look more into this because I almost wonder if it's not so much just a new Disney thing, but just like the remnants of like the whole post 9-11 movies industry. Maybe. Honestly, I think the beginning of the end, honestly, was honestly uh, Lilo and Stitch. When they had to change it from flying through the city to flying through the mountains? Mm. Um, They really focus on uh, Lilo and Stitch. You know, like, the drama between the sisters and, like, and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching this film and I'm like, where's the bad guy? I mean, you see the bad guy, but it's like, do see, something guys, here. They don't well, do much. They're kind of was... comical. Yeah, no, I know, no, but like Lilo and Stitch wasn't a good guy, bad guy situation because Stitch was the bad guy. Yeah, he was just somebody <laughs> on the lamb that happened to go native. Like, Stitch yeah. was a bad guy. Oh, he was like, a bad you guy. Gotta, like, you, you gotta remember, like, what was the first Rah. thing he said to the fucking console? You know what I mean? Like, do you oh, have shit. anything to say for you? And like, everybody starts vomiting. They're like, what the fuck was that? And then they yeah. won't translate it. <laughs> they won't translate it. You're, like, you never know what he says. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like the first thing he does when he lands, they never did. They, they refused no. to. Uh, no, so. I think what they did was like, I think they had an interview and he actually explained what the heck nope. it was. He says he says that he's never going to say what he said. Like that it'll remain a mystery forever. That's the director from Lilo and Stitch, the guy who wrote Good it. God, what did he put in there? What did he make? Exactly. Like, that's that's kind of it. He like, he's like, I'm not repeating it. I'm not repeating it. So <laughs> Stitch was the bad guy who went native. The we're we're looking at this as a well. I mean, if Nani was volunteering to take care of me, I would be less aggressive mm-hmm. instantly. 
Yeah, like I, I just I just love how like I, I like one of my favorite scenes is where she's like create something with all this anger. So he builds San Francisco and then instantly turns into Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> he, he picks up the little person. The little, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was fucking beautiful, dude. I love Lilo and Stitch. But uh oh. like yeah, like we're looking at this as uh, as 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 a character that's gone native who's now trying to be good. Meanwhile, the Federation is just, is is chasing down a felon. Yeah. So our our lens on that movie is very skewed. But like, exactly. you know and, and that's changed... my point. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Did you know they changed Lilo and Stitch around again when they released it on Disney Plus? Yes. Yeah, Wait, when really? Nani's yeah when Nani's chasing Lilo through the house, right? You guys remember Lilo goes and hides in the dryer, right, mm-hmm. or the washing machine, whatever it was. It was a front load mechanism for washing and or drying clothes, right? Mm-hmm. When they released it on Disney Plus, Lilo went and hid in the cabinet that was next to the washing machine. Because mm. I guess they didn't want kids climbing into the fucking dryer. Yeah. So what does that say about parenting? Like, what happened? I mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like like Gibby said, natural selection. Fuck yeah, dude. It comes down uh, to the parents. Mike well, says yeah, all exactly. these movies are We have to take care of those kids. You know what I'm saying? Mike says all these movies are for me using a VCR as a babysitter. Sorry, my child. Uh, same line, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco is another one of those movies where it was through the lens. Like we have to re- reconsider the lens of where we're looking at this from. Like Memento. Memento was also another one that is it is a lensed movie. We're looking at this as a, from a guy who forgets everything who we're pretty sure by the end of the movie has been used to systematically kill a whole bunch of people. And if you notice, the license plate changes too. Everything can't changes. remember what he wrote down and even the license plate yeah. changed. <laughs> like, Yeah. So, um, like, there, there, there are things like that. And, and I do believe that, uh, you know, with, with, with the change of narrative and with the change of lensing, also the movies, you know what I mean? Like... Like one of the one of the first lensed movies was Psycho. Think about it. You didn't. I was no, like, you no, didn't no. have more to add to that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. It's like, no, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I knew about that. Like already, like you know, like everything about that was uh, very clearly DJ, done. We'll bring your microphone down a little bit so you're speaking into it. Mm. Sorry, I got you. I, Still kind of upset with myself with the, about those pops, you know, in the audio. So that's right. Got kind of got kind of used to. I told I told you for for the podcast, it's fine. For voice recording, we'll we'll work on that later. But um, I think the increase in uh, anti or anti heroes didn't help that at all either. Like no, the yeah. more the more want for anti heroes was yeah. definitely didn't help that out at all. Damn you, Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, definitely, definitely getting like moral gray heroes is important and actually really and really interesting when it then rather the black and white good guy, bad and, guy. Like how Spider Man was straight up about to murder the goblin in uh, No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he well, thought about it. There, there was a time he was like, "I'm going." He was, to. he was like, ready to bring that shit down. Yeah, no, like yeah, no, you like no. There was no thought about it. Like uh, there's no think about it at all. He was ready. I mean, yeah, he was going. He was going. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Tony McGuire, also... Spider Man, at the hold him back. And to be told, argu- and arguably, he's the strongest of the Spider Man. But even he had to go to one knee <laughs> for yeah. for Tom Holland. Like... 
but I mean, like, let's also let's also remember that Tom Holland Spider Man was the one that was trying to change the outcomes for all the villains and still falls fate to his own fucking folly of killing the goblin. Mm-hmm. Like that's where that whole thing comes from. It's like like he he fell for it. He fell for it. Like they cured Connors. They fucking they got Sandman away. They they you know what I mean. They took care of everybody, but Goblin, Goblin was the only one that that Tom Holland was like, this motherfucker just can't exist anymore. <laughs> we just, just got to end this guy right here. I'm gonna end this whole this man's career. Out. Yeah, it's the dynamic between Spider Man and the Goblin. Yeah, I mean Goblin doesn't give a fuck. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no I say it all the time. Like I love Venom. But Goblin's always going to be Spider-Man's true, true arch nemesis. Always, because yeah. that's ultimately his ultimate thing to to fuck with Spider-Man. <laughs> he kills I mean, also born kid. <laughs> yeah, just to fuck with him. Like, let's also let's also not forget that Venom also can kill Spider-Man at oh, any yeah. point, but refuses to because that's his playmate. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. can, he can kill Spider Man at any time. He, he the Spidey sense doesn't work, so he knows what Spider Man smells like. So at any point in time, he can literally track him down while he's sleeping and literally bite his fucking head off. So, but he won't because that's his playmate. Yeah, they actually did a comic where he thought he did kill Spider Man. Like Spider Man's dead, and what did he do? He stayed on. He stayed on in a deserted island and lived out the rest of his life. Well, until he came back, but that's basically it. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like. About anything else, huh? Yeah, he was done. Yeah, he was done. That's why people say, "Oh, he's a villain." Like, no, he's not. He just hates Spider-Man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you don't. Y'all don't have that one person that you just can't fucking stand. <laughs> it's like... on site every time. That's all it is. It's it's an on site <laughs> thing. Yeah. Now the Goblin, he'll do everything. He'll go for the juggler yeah. and, and eat the innards inside, you know, to, to get out to get at Spider Man. He does too. Like that one scene at the end of No Way Home, what he really says, like, like, you know, it's like, shoot, Tony McGuire saves Goblin. Goblin stabs him in the back. Oh, got him. Yeah, <laughs> and, one down. <laughs> and Goblin knew he was done. Like he can't beat uh, he can't beat uh, Tom at this point. So what does he do? He's like, he taunts him. He's like. Oh, I may have struck the blow, but you, <laughs> you are the one that killed her. Yeah. Just to fuck with him. That's just, it. Just tempting him the entire time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, because, it was your bad. Because <laughs> like the Joker, forcing Spider-Man to do this is the goal is to bring spider-man down mm-hmm. like th- that is the goal like and, and and like the joker he'll go he'll go to the end he'll he'll take it to the 100 yard line he won't stop so like it, it is the only real dynamic is the joker's main guy that he plays with is a grown man in a bat suit the goblins guy that he likes to fuck with is a hormonal, emotional teenager wearing pajamas. <laughs> wearing well, let's let's, let's not forget that for a majority of the comics and for a majority of the movies, he doesn't know who Spidey is. Like yeah. he doesn't know. To, to to the Goblin, it's just a hero. It's a punching bag. 
So there's there's that. And that's why Toby Spider-Man has a really bad back. <laughs> Poor Toby. Dude, I saw like I saw a compilation like of all the back injuries he sustained during yeah. those movies. And I was like, God damn, I forgot about that, dude. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like Doc Ock slams him against the thing and throws Stopping him. the fucking train. Oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god. Like oh, dragged him. As somebody with like a, a, a an iffy back, like I know, like like that pain of, yeah, yeah. Right? And, what, and what's the answer to all this? This is what's best for the pitcher. Oh god! <laughs> Getting that. fucking punched into the ground by Sandman, like uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that's that was <laughs> yeah. Sam Raimi's words to freaking that Bruce Campbell during Evil Dead. This is what's best for the pitcher because yeah. there were quite a few scenes in that movie where Bruce is like, "Uh, are you sure about this?" <laughs> well, I remember remember in uh Army of Darkness, right? That. Where he's like, "I will get you in the graveyard before you get in." He's like, "Yeah, you got something on your face there, huh?" And he literally gets hit with all that dirt. That was two pounds of peat moss that hit Bruce Campbell in the face, and fucking <laughs> Sam Raimi is the one who threw it in. So <laughs> it's like it's fucked Ooh. up. But what do you get? What do you guys think of that new uh, the, the the idea that they're rebooting the Evil Dead and continuing it? Like, hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I thought they they were stopping uh, no. with the series. No. Well, good. That I'm all for cool. it as long as it as long as they somehow somehow bring it to Marvel Zombies. Come on. My hopes are I mean, not exactly have, high. Yeah, like for for people who don't know, like yeah, no, the never not the Necronomicon basically caused Marvel Zombies. Yes. Like it's a side story, but basically it was all just a fuck with Ash. It's like I thrown everything at you, like everything I could possibly get. But you know what? You're not escaping this one, Ash. Oh no, no, no! This time, this time you're done because uh, Magneto made a deal with the Necronomicon, you know, to help mutant kind. And basically, Marvel Zombies was the end result. He realized, oh fuck, shit, I fucked up. So when everything was set. That's when the Necronomicon brought Ash in, in there. And now it's like, oh, that's right, Ash. That's right. Survive this one, bitch. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not excited. After the Evil Dead remake, I have no high hopes of any Evil Dead movie that comes out. Did you not like the remake? No, not at all. Not a what single part fuck? of me did. Explain Damn. your goddamn self now. <laughs> What do you mean explain my guy? It was so fucking boring. Ooh. Ooh, di- oh, di- you you tricked Don't the you dead stir man. shit, motherfucker. You learned your lesson last time. It's because it happened. It does it does it upset you because it happened in the hills of Tennessee and not Michigan? Yeah, right. I mean kinda. God damn. <laughs> I mean kinda. Whoa, whoa, with the game, with the game. What happened with your game? Ow. Oh, sorry. I got a little, got a little close, and I got a little shit. loud. <laughs> so explain your goddamn self why it's fucking boring. It's just something I, I was not a fan of. The one thing that always bothered me about that movie was the girl who sees all of the shit happening. Uh huh. It's supposed to be a recovering addict, so nobody believes her that all this shit's going on. Uh huh. And that part, for some reason, just killed the entire movie for me. I was like, ah, okay, really? It we we can't we can't just 
go off evil spirits or something has to be recovering heroin head. That's it how we got to go with this. evil spirits. They chose to fuck with her. Like, how was, how are you not understanding this? What, what are you missing? No, I understood it a hundred percent. I just thought it was fucking lame. Cause like, like you, you're, you're why I keep asking why, like, like <laughs> why was it lame? And I explained, I think using junkies as a, as a tool point for a plot point is fucking boring, especially in a horror movie. To be like, oh, she's just ha- she's just coming off of withdrawal. She's just dealing with all this, so she's just losing her shit. Like it's that's how it's it was like at first. But then when they had to lock their homeboy down in the basement and they got the electric turkey knife out and everything, that wasn't like her saying, "Oh, this is happening." Like this shit was fucking happening with the nail gun and everything. Yeah, shit got real quick. <laughs> got real, real, real quick. Like what? Like like I don't like. That's why I'm like I'm like what? What the fuck? <laughs> boring? Boring? How? Because it, it, it doesn't it, have the camp. Because it doesn't have the camp of like, uh, like Ash or anything. Like this was a reboot to get away from the camp to actually go back to a horror story, instead of just you know Ash being a moron. Eh. <laughs> eh. Okay. Cool. That's not why I like Evil Dead. I don't like Evil Dead because it's a scary movie. I like Evil Dead because it's a campy fucking movie. Okay, which so why I the... which why I didn't like the Evil Dead reboot, but I watched the shit out of Ash versus Evil Dead. So you're in other words, you're you're a purist. You're you're one of these like, well, I, if it doesn't oh, that's have so and so, that is rich coming from you. Oh really? <laughs> Fucking try me. What am I a purist on? The... What are you a purist on? If it yeah. if it has any slight things, you are the first one to be like, oh well. I mean, the only the... thing I'm a purist on is hashtag not my blade. That's it. That's the only one I'm fucking standing firm on. Everything else, I am. I am more than open to change. I have no. I have no fucking problem with Freddy Alvarez rebooting Alien for Hulu, and that is my goddamn series. What about Kevin Hart playing Roland? That's that's something. That's something I'm willing to explore. I really am. That's why I'm excited for the movie. I don't know. I just. I wasn't a gigantic fan of the. Of I just wasn't a fan of it. I just like the campiness of the first two. And I like the campiness of Ash versus Evil Dead because that is the Evil Dead that got me into the series. I've been watching you think Man is too spicy, don't you? <laughs> I know, be, right, dude? <laughs> Sour that would cream, be like I. That'd be like I spit on flavor. your grave, turning to a comedy. And it's like there has been, believe it or not, that. in Italy remakes <laughs> that like of I spit on your grave that were centered around other things including comedy like there has been like it didn't make it to our side of the pond and you know so, what i haven't watched much that <laughs> <laughs> what about the bollywood thriller have you watched that yeah no shit right fucking <laughs> that is fucking awesome or the 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 indian batman who's actually a vampire bat that no. one's good. we're gonna watch that we got <laughs> i'm writing it down i'm writing it down that caught my attention that shit is awesome. I'm writing it down. Hold on, because that shit's fucking hilarious. But no, let's let's take, let's take a look. This is a this is a new article. Uh, the Evil Dead wraps production. Uh, the new Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise, and spent over fifteen hundred gallons of blood, which I think is just a little bit more. Does that beat the shining? The remake, huh? 
I think you said, does that beat the I shining? Said, does, that, is that enough to beat the shine? It beat the shining. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of things beat the shining. They only use three hundred gallons in the elevator scene, really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hmm. The problem Jeez. was the problem was is that they filmed that motherfucker so many times. Uh, that's where a lot of the goddamn budget went. So it's called Evil Dead Rise. It, they finished. They wrapped filming. Uh, they said it is going to be. Uh, uh, I have no idea what the tone is, but here we go. Lee Cronin, eight months, one COVID lockdown, sixty-five hundred liters of blood, and more memories than my brain can process. That is a wrap on the Evil Dead Rise. Thank you, New Zealand. And so we have a whole bunch of shit. And this is actually being produced by Sam Raimi. Uh, Bruce Campbell is also uh, alongside for executive producer, I believe. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I'll go see it. Like, I have no issue going to see it. I it just, If I don't like it, I don't like it. Uh, so this is what Campbell has to say about it. The chin himself says people can call it what they want. Sequel, remake, reimagining. It's really just another evil dead movie. He says it's book centric. It's all about, uh, the Necronomicon. Where does this book wind up and what happens to it over the millennia? In this case, it's set in the city. It's no more cabin in the woods. It's entirely different. Unsuspecting heroines, uh, who are going to save the day it's now in new zealand with some of their amazing crews down there and they'll want to, and they're into it rob tappert is on the hands as producer and we're all involved in the script we all jumped in at various times to chime in but yeah the three of us are very involved so there you go why does that not even sound appealing why they were they were they were heavily involved with the reboot as well uh with the fetty alvarez one Fuck just nothing. Campbell. Nothing of what you just read me sounds like I am gung ho to go see it. I am. What about I'll the video it. game? Uh, the video. Oh, I Dead by Daylight has... with at Dead by Daylight with Evil Dead skins. Oh. Well, and perks. I mean, don't forget the perks. Oh, okay. Yeah, God. I was so yeah, pissed because we have yet? so many cool. We have so many cool Evil Dead games. Mm-hmm. But that's the way we want to go is the four verse one route. Cool. <laughs> like uh, Evil Dead Regeneration, one of my favorite games for the original Xbox. We had that little like half New Yorker zombie guy that you could just kick into a meat grinder. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Fistful of Boomstick, Regeneration, Hail to the King was my favorite. Hail to the King was my favorite because it actually tried to do like a horror video game. Uh, unlike the other ones that were more like comedy centric, but like this one apparently uh, comes out in May. Uh, I really don't see anything about it. I'm trying to find some stuff. Hang on. Yeah, it's it's basically just a four on one. You're you can play as Ash or other people and survive against the survive against the baddies. So as soon as I seen it was one of those games, I'm like, cool. You guys took an opportunity and just. Right up the poop hole with that. Awesome. Yeah. These four versus one games do kind of get on my nerves. Like it's like it's not oversaturated, but it's like it's getting, getting there. Yeah, it's like it's getting it's like more and more like freaking evolve, man. What the hell? Like a game that no one asked, but Valve's like, we're gonna make it anyway. Except for Half Life Three or Half Life Two Episode Three. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we get something we actually want here, folks? Like let let's listen to a community. 
Let's listen to gamers for a second. Let's stop listening to our wallets and listen to the gamers. Because if you listen to us, you build up the bank. All right, so let's yeah, see. right. The company who finally, who's finally making Alan Wake 2. We're announcing a new game. It's not Alan Wake 2. Why? There's something. Oh, God damn it. All right, here we go. So I found the preview for it. You guys want to take a look? Yeah, why not? It. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at this. Uh, so this is supposed to be Rolls. something evil, something dead, something that wants to swallow your soul. Ooh, the arch vial now, except for electricity. Evil Dead, the game. They got up on the wrong side of the grave. Pre-order now to receive the Ash Williams S-Mart employee and Garnet Knight outfits from Army of Darkness. Groovy. Oh, okay. That... So we got yeah. nothing. We got nothing from that. All right, give me a second. There's no yeah. gameplay footage or anything like that? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I would take I would take the S-Mart uh, employee outfit, but man, the, the Knight, <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Knight mainly because it's like when he was his most dumb. <laughs> Except for the series, so I still uh, say Ash vs. Got... Evil Dead was my favorite series. Like off that. Uh, <laughs> oh well, yeah, well, I, I, mean, I agree. It was a fun. It was a fun series. It was. It was fucking hilarious. I. I. My issue was how many. Fa- how many fans. Fans of Evil Dead complained about how dumb Ash was, and I'm like, you motherfuckers have not been paying attention. Ash is a fucking moron. Has when been was Ash from supposed to be a genius. Fucking day one. He is an idiot. Like, how the fuck? Like, oh god, they pissed me off so much. I think I think I ranted to DJ for like two hours about it. Like how <laughs> everybody was like, Well, Ash is dumb. I don't like this series because Ash is not like fuck you. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, it's like Ash is the same guy that can't remember three fucking words. <laughs> yeah. Kato! Verata necktie, <laughs> definitely an N word. Nickel, definitely an N word. Clato Verata. No, <laughs> there it is. I said the words. Yeah, like he's, he's an idiot. Yeah, like I, I when he finally that... gets back to his time and it's the whole world was fucking ruined. And he's like, oh god. I went too far. It's like yeah, because he because he, he was supposed to drip the the drops for the time for mm-hmm. the sleep, and then he fucking counts one. He gets distracted by something, and he counts it again. And it's like you goddamn idiot! <laughs> like I fucking <laughs> love this shit. I love the idea that Ash is a fucking moron. But like all these fanboys were like, oh well, you know, I don't like that he's dumb. Like fuck you. Like he's an idiot. What, what, what did you want idiot. from him? Did you want him to be like Einstein level genius? Yeah, like because the story wouldn't have been as great if he was like Tony Stark level, you know, like yeah. And even even when we had someone that was smart in the reboot, it made zero goddamn difference. Like the demons still fucking tuck him out. Like, like it's it's just it's just one of those things. We do have some PS5 gameplay footage. Let's check this out. (laughs) What's his name? I'm Bruce Campbell. You know me as Ash Williams, the dude who saved the woman. I'm here to bring you the lowdown. (laughs) 
You and your friends will team up as classic Evil Dead heroes to live the nightmare. You'll use savage finishing moves or tear evil a new one. Or, if you're not into the whole save the world thing, we have another option. With the power of possession in your arsenal, you'll scare those goody two-shoes to death. Literally, choose the path of evil or righteousness Collect pages of the Necronomicon, uncover Nobi's lost tapes, and track down other legendary artifacts. When you've grabbed enough, you'll use a spell to send the Kandarian son of a bitch back to the hellhole it came from. Survive. Find objects. Soon Finish route. Yourself. But for now, so I'll it's like Dynasty Warriors, but with Bruce Campbell. It was no accident that Ash always wore brown pants. <laughs> Fun trivia, yeah. Ash's pants were never brown. So the, this is a. Uh... No, nah, no. Nah. Ash, everyone knows that your most mo- most popular and prominent role was from Dust Till Dawn 2. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you forever for that. <laughs> you piece of shit. No, his best role was... <laughs> I hope the next time you bite a chip, it cuts your gum. Fuck you. His best role, like the highest point in his entire career mm. was when he stopped Spider-Man. Twice. Uh-huh. Uh anyways, so it looks like it looks like uh Left for Dead or Back for Blood. It looks like one of those games. Yeah, it kind of yeah, reminded me of like Dynasty Warriors, but it's what Halloween. I said. <laughs> I don't mind it. Don't mind it's it. the it's the division with the lights off. <laughs> no, not, not it, it, it is it is like Left for Dead, uh you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but Left for Dead, like, I don't know what it was about that game. But when you hear that witch crying in the distance, <sighs> you fucking feel it. <laughs> You'll be wandering through the mall and it's all dark and you're like, all right, cool, cool. I got a little bit of ammo. I should be all right. And then you just hear that. Like, Fuck! Flash, flashlights <laughs> off. Flashlights <laughs> off. God damn it. Yeah. Your soul right. just leaves your body. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, like, it's Evil Dead, and I, I've pretty much participated in everything the fuck else of that goddamn series. So, I mean, why the fuck am I going to skip this one, right? I don't know. Okay. Like, I played Metal Gear Survive just because it was supposed to be part of the series. Yeah. I didn't enjoy any of it, but I played it. No, it DJ? was stupid. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a try. Well, I guess in the very, very, very beginning, it was part of the series. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Then, like, it got it got panned so badly that fucking Kojima was like, oh. I know I said that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, but, I mean, my fingers were crossed. Yeah, it's right? A more like, <laughs> it's a more like fought out with tactical gear. Fallout has tactical gear video. Hideo. I know. I said it to piss you off. 
video. It's Hidel. Amor. <laughs> You're lucky it's not bitch. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I mean, let's let's face it, the Evil Dead hasn't had the amount of failures that other series have. Like, I, I can honestly say that. Yeah, let's look at I mean, look at the Chucky series. Yeah, Bride Child's of Chucky. Play. Yeah. Oh, Child's yeah, play then. was good. Then you had Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Seed of Chucky. Yeah. The Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Now there's a goddamn TV show. Like I heard it was getting uh, good praise, honestly. Uh the new TV show. Or look at I like I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it's so weird. Nightmare on Elm Street and then Nightmare on Elm Street 2 which should have just been called No Homo, right? Because <laughs> that's what it was about. Freddy it was, represented yeah. homosexuality. Yeah. And then look at Halloween, Halloween 2, right? Which Halloween 2 literally starts the same scene Halloween 1 ended. And then you had, what, Halloween 3, the season of the witch, where it was, no, it's a haunted mask. That's what's making all this happen. What? Yeah. Yeah. A, little, a little more complicated about that. But honestly, Halloween 3 gets to, get kind of gets a bad rap. It was a... Actually, fairly decent for what it was. I mean, mm. you know, like people who know the story, uh, John Carpenter really had, you know, the whole anthology for the Halloween series, but he should have stopped at one and uh, not bother making a sequel. And what was that fucking atrocity of a Halloween movie with Exhibit in it? Was that, that wasn't H2O. Was that H2O? Was I think it was H2O. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure H2 had a rapper in it, so. Yeah. Uh, Buster Rhymes was in one. Yeah, and then uh, dude, the fucking Friday the Thirteenth one got—they just did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. That dead horse got beat until there was nothing so, left to beat. So resurrection, Halloween resurrection. resurrection. That was it. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, that one was horrible. And then, uh, yeah, and then the Friday the Thirteenth series, like Jason takes Manhattan. Why? And then Jason there was like the hell. Yeah, and then Jason in space. <laughs> It's like the Which Sharknado guys, Jason, but they were making Jason X. Like, yeah, yeah that that was the one where he had like the chrome machete and he was like in the fucking was a chrome mask and yeah, it's fucking stupid, dude. Like, <laughs> out of all the out of all these fucking series, like I look at the Evil Dead and I'm like, what? Well, even without Ash, the story's good. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you can't take Ash out of the story, out of the story, have the reboot in 2013, and still have a, a, a solid goddamn story. <laughs> Oh well, wait. What about uh, <laughs> what about the Trimmer series? The oh god, you know that's actually a really good like subject because <laughs> fuck, I'm like lost. You know, like the, I'm, I'm so hold on. Let me see. Jason takes Manhattan because he couldn't let the Muppets do it by themselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did. He did that was up, stupid. Man. That was a good one, but that was, stupid. <laughs> that, was, that, was that was nice. I like that one. <laughs> that uh so like with tremors with tremors it's Here it difficult goes. it's actually incredible because it shows the creature evolving throughout the movie series it's actually one of the only movies that does that yeah uh but without val and earl i had a lot of trouble going to like the other sequels like i'm not gonna lie yeah i know earl the... came back from one but like yeah they stuck <sighs> with the uh the gun nut, the guy's name, yeah, and he pretty much like led like from that that point on, and then he like started the in the series. 
He's like my favorite yeah. character, though. So like, here, Burt I got Gunner? some cannon fuse. That ought to work. What do you need cannon fuse for? What do they use for that my for? Cannon. Cannons for my cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could relate to that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking him and Reba. Yeah. Reba oh, McIntyre fucking playing. Uh, his, his That's wife. the dream right there, dude. Reba. Just to have the ultimate, like, armory basement and be married to Reba McIntyre. Like, come on. Oh, she still looks incredible. Have you seen she her? Is oh, yes. Good. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> she, she still looks good. I mean, damn. Yeah. She looks incredible. Like, she looks incredible. But She just like, released so, a Lifetime movie. So, and you bet your uh, sweet ass I sat and watched that. <laughs> the last Lifetime movie I watched was A Recipe for Seduction. And it was a 24-minute movie. So, it was either considered a short film or a really long commercial. Oh, the... Okay. The KFC the one. Colonel yes. Sanders yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I watched that one too. Yeah. That shit was fucking awesome. He was even credited as sexy Colonel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... But I mean, like, so that, like, that's, the... that's a difficult oh, one, God. right? So with Tremors, it's really difficult because Val and Earl really did make the first movie. Like, mm-hmm. it was their shenanigans and their yeah. stupidity that made the movie. And going forward with Bert, you know, being like the Bert Gunner being the main character and even Earl coming back for one, it was it's it's difficult to get into because I know there is a series right now that's getting a lot of praise. And I know there's even another movie right now that's getting a lot of praise, but I'm still just like it doesn't have Alan Earl. So Although my favorite part out of the whole movie is when right, DJ? My favorite part uh, yeah, of the like whole the movie. Thing? We found something that, uh, that you were a purist on. This no, one I've the watched every other goes, movie. When the pogo stick just goes, boom. Yeah. <laughs> get off the street. Yeah. Now, fucking uh, her. What is what is the little girl's name? Uh, Minnie. Minnie. Yeah, and it goes, <laughs> and it just literally grabs it. But no, I've seen every movie, and I've seen I've seen all three series that they've put out. I just haven't seen the last two. Like I, I've seen all the footage of Tremors, and I've seen everything. But like it's still like even watching it all, I still kind of go, I kind of miss Val and Earl, you know. <laughs> I didn't like the flying ones. I didn't like the flying ones. That's a little much. The butt blasters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the, the rain on land, that was something. But holy crap. When they started flying, I was like, man, you. Like, like, you're all, talking... like, 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 like these are prehistoric wars, basically. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, they had, like, millions of years to evolve. But holy crap. <laughs> but give them, like, 30 years. <laughs> yeah, they do it all in, like, 25 years. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, another another thing that I can honestly say, and maybe maybe it's not just a Val and Earl thing, but I can honestly say with Tremors is that the the the, the humor became a lot dumber. It became a lot less intelligent. You know what I mean? Like I know Val and Earl are hicks, but they had some of the best fucking banter. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh hell, everybody knew about him, Earl. We just didn't tell you. <laughs> 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 Like fucking like the, the banter is so perfect. Like when they get when they're on the mountain, right? And they find all the construction workers dead and they're hung up because one of the tongues is locked up on the axle and they get back and he's like, next time I tell you I'm not hung up. <laughs> like it's just little <laughs> things like that that made the humor so good. And it kind yeah, of it was, lost it as the series went. Yeah, it was stupidly clever. Yeah, ridiculously clever. And even Bert fucking Gunner explaining why they moved to Pleasant Valley in the first place. Mm-hmm. Isolate, uh, you know, isolated from all modern technology, no radio signals, stuff like that. Like he was talking about it. And like everything after that, it became less clever as the series went. 
you know? Yeah. And maybe that's just it. Maybe it's not just the, the Valen Earl thing. Maybe it is the idea that it just became less clever as the series went. They were just relying on the monsters too much. And maybe mm -hmm. that's it. Maybe that's why I haven't, you know, really gotten back into it without Valen Earl. It could be. Or it could yeah, be I mean, the banner was, was, was freaking great. It was freaking great. <laughs> huh? huh? The banner was freaking great. Oh, we lost podcast, daddy. I know probably. he's doing something. He's probably taking some some dead stuff, shoveling his driveway. <laughs> I'm not a purist though. I got the, the only thing I'm a purist on is hashtag not my blade. That's it. Hashtag well, not my blade. shovel a driveway that quick. You're That's from Michigan. It's rote. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he has wireless headphones. <laughs> yeah, so everything y'all say I can hear. So. Uh... Well, I mean, you oh. hear it above the gunshots, so. I live in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. The only thing that's happening is a tractor driving by, maybe. <laughs> With an AK-47? Yeah, right? The idea that you live in buttfuck nowhere does nothing. It is the middle of case. nowhere. <laughs> you got me, Geographic you isolation. Got me on that one. Geographic <laughs> isolation. Exactly. Why we moved to Pleasant Valley in the first place. Yeah. it's it's So, maybe. I don't know. But I'm still not a purist about it. I've seen every episode. I've seen every movie. It's still... I still love it. Because, like... And I've talked about it before, but, like, scientifically, it scares the shit out of me, right? Like, it makes me nervous because it's so scientifically plausible. Mm -hmm. Like, how many other movies can you say that about? Alien. Yes! <laughs> yeah, 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 aliens. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put, put past my prejudice aside for those those fucking two movies, but yeah, no, it's actually actually completely plausible. Uh, uh, aliens days later. I mean, for one, they're aliens, so they they're not even on this fucking uh, planet. Uh, yeah, like yeah, twenty eight days, days later, later was a boring ass movie, but scientifically highly plausible. Yeah, yeah like like when you look at it from a science point of view, it's you you kind of get an ick. Yeah, a little bit. What did you say, DJ? Oh, no. I just wish they didn't, didn't vomit blood everywhere. <laughs> That's kind of part of the ick. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I know why they do it. You know, it was, you, you explained it to me dead, man, why they do it. It's just yeah. one of those. Yeah, that's what I want to fucking see. Jeez. What about you? What about you, Gibby? Like, what, what other movies can you see, like, scientifically happening that's kind of scare the shit out of you? I mean, not really a scientific person, so this is more of just like a, I know it could happen, Jaws. Jaws has always scared the ever-loving shit out of me because sharks do exist, and I do believe the Megalodon does exist somewhere. Oh, you mean, well, oh, you mean still exists? Yes, yeah, still, still exists. exists. I believe it still yeah. exists somewhere. So the ah, fact like, that things gonna... like that live in the ocean terrifies the shit out of me. Outbreak. I'm about to scare the shit out of you. Uh, there has been an unconfirmed sighting of a 55 foot shark off the coast of Japan. Just not Florida, no, Woo! sweet, finally. Yeah, so there, 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 <laughs> has been a, there has been an unconfirmed sighting of a 55 foot shark, and it was not a baleen shark, it was a predator shark. Ah, that yeah. terrifies me, but that makes me happy at the same time. And also, Isn't that where the like. 300 foot lizard comes from also yes uh oh, also 
Australia just had its first shark death by an 18-foot great white in 60 years. We're nice reverting, job, boys. Australia, you guys keep raising that bar. Well, no, they have bites, but they haven't had anything fatal. Just a few days ago, they had their first fatal attack in 60 years by an 18-foot great white. Well, apparently Australians have been eating like an endangered species of fish forever also. Yeah. So, yeah. so the ocean's like, no, nah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you take one of ours, we take one of yours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like that they, that shark off the coast of Japan is like, hmm, so you like sushi, do you? <laughs> yeah, right, though? Right, though? Like, what a fucking place for a 55-foot predator, predatory shark to a fucking pier off the coast of Japan. That's ah! fucked up because I live in Florida and I enjoy gator tail. Oh, yeah, shit. but you're not near the goddamn beach. And you don't Gators know. don't live on the beach, bro. No, I but right, Gustavo. I, I live, I live right near the swamps in... and the orange groves. There's gators everywhere. They're yeah, plotting. But you're also... Now I know they're plotting. Well, <laughs> I, like literally, Steven Spielberg literally has not gone back into the to the beach since he made Jaws. He literally says that he, he thinks they're plotting to get him as soon as he sets foot in the water. Like he says he became paranoid about it. The first time he got back into the water after he made Jaws, there was a fucking shark sighting. So he had him and his family had to leave the beach. So he's like, I think they're out to get me, bro. Yeah. Johnny, that's, that, that's a real story. That's a yeah, that's real guy. story. Yeah, you exposed us, Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about uh, Ghost in the Darkness? Ghost in the Darkness was based off a real thing that did also happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that was That's also fucking frightening. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's going based off the real thing that Nightmare on Elm Street is a scientifically plausible movie. What's Ghost in the Not Darkness? Really. Yeah, oh, it was uh, based off a real thing. No, it was based off of an experience that he read about that gave him a nightmare. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Ghost in the Darkness it is, actually a, is basically a movie about two uh, man-eating lions that were actually <laughs> they're smarter than the average cat, I guess. Oh, so uh, when uh, when uh, was it? It was Africa when uh, when they were when they were building the the railroad across Africa. Uh, they kind of encroached on two mainless lions' territory. There were two brothers, and they took it personally and killed. We don't know the exact number, but it's over two hundred people. Because holy shit! And this was and this was a thing. Every time they happened, every time they killed somebody. They would switch the way they defended the camps, and these fucking lions would figure out a way around the defenses. And even one of the hunters uh, that was sent to fucking Africa from India, I think it was, right? India or England? Uh, there was an American hunter and an English hunter, and I think he went there from India. One of the one of the goddamn hunters ended up fucking dead because the lions chose to take him out and not the other one. Because they were smart. Because the one they took that took out, he was actually on to actually figuring out how they how they freaking worked, and they took yeah. him out. Uh, you and know, left so the like, other guy. Yeah. And when they saw this cave, they literally went flat. I said, "Dude, lions don't have caves like this. You would see like literally human bones, like literally like uh, laced out, uh, almost re almost realistically. Like that's what like one of the testimonies that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that was uh, that was pretty like lions some people don't Nazis. take trophies, is what they yeah. said. And uh, some people thought that the lions were fucking possessed because what these lions did and how smart they were. Yeah, lions don't do this shit. <laughs> and but yeah, 
and yeah, their their skins are still on display to this day. Mm-hmm. Basically, any movie that deals with paranormal shit too just gives me the ick. Sometimes they give me the ick. No, Nightmare on Elm Street was not scientifically plausible, Grave Robert. I don't give a fuck what you Why say. Why not? Why it's based on a thing that actually happened. It was based off of a story he read, then had a dream about. Not an actual thing that happened. It wasn't a story. It was. It was a story out of Japan. You're the one who told me this. It wasn't <laughs> a story. It was a fucking news article. Which is the a... kid was fucking taking pills to stay awake. He had a fucking hidden coffee maker in his fucking closet and shit. And the dad gave him fucking sleeping pills. But the kid said, you know, I can't go to sleep or I'll die. And as soon as the dad gave him sleeping pills, the kid fucking died. It's based off a real thing. Didn't say that, you know, some fucking chomo in a Christmas sweater is going to attack me with a tomato knife hand. (laughs) No, it wasn't that specific, but it's based off a real thing. Yeah, he read the article. Fine. Okay, I'll correct myself. He read the article, then had a bad dream about it, and then wrote the movie. So it's Uh, based off a thing. I mean, well, and like, but the thing is, is that we they never determined cause of death for the kid, right? No, no so that, it that's like the weirdest part. Tomato knife hand. Indeed. Well, no, because there was no physical damage or anything else like that. Well, you know, it's not like he this got so cocky his, about that too. It's not like he got ripped into his bed like Johnny Depp and then inverted in a fucking fountain of blood. That was just epic, though. Yeah, yeah one of the best. Well, yeah, one of the best deaths on uh, on screen, in my opinion. But yeah, Jaws. Ah, oh, fuck that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Were you looking up the? Like, were you looking uh, up the giant shark? I did. Yeah. Well, well, well um, <laughs> I think I think it'll eventually become plausible. Freaking Terminator. Eventually, uh, uh, we, we probably won't be alive when it happens. But technology is catching up. Japan and those those robotics, man. They get better and better at it. Okay, it, when you. S- I didn't agree with you until you said not in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. No, like we, it was a while ago. We'll probably be well dead when that happens. So, hey, as long uh, as it doesn't happen when I'm alive, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my so this, problem at that point. Do you, do you guys want to <laughs> see one of the videos? Because there's oh, this one Max. is off the coast of New England. Oh, by all yes. means. You guys want to see this? All right. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me grab this real quick then. If it deals with giant scary things, yes. Oh, I love this, dude. I love this. This makes me happy. You should check out DJ's OnlyFans, then. Yes. <laughs> well, it's scary, but... Uh, <laughs> maybe overwhelmingly You'll feel something. scary for a lot of people there. So let's check this out. So this is a giant shark. Definitely interactive. Uh, I'm going to kill the audio on that. Yeah, just in case. So this is a predatory shark. This is not a baleen shark. Damn. I can't identify the species. The the hollow the, the the quality is not good enough for me to actually but that is a predatory shark. There, there's already been a bunch of experts that weighed in and said that is a predatory shark and it's not a baleen one. Okay, yeah. but that thing's still big as hell. And it's hanging Dude, around see like... the size of it. Look at the size of it compared to the people. Yeah. And that yeah. thing's hanging around, it's like, why don't you take a swim? Chew the we fat. Crackers. We got we got food in here. We uh <laughs> get a good pause right here. So hold on, let me get this fucking text out of the way. So yeah, that is a predatory shark. 
I don't know what kind it is. I can't identify the species from this far away or with this quality, but that is a predatory shark. And that thing is got to be like 15, 16 feet long at least. That is twice that, dude. That is more like 30 something feet long, 30 to 40 to 15 feet long, because you got to remember these guys, they're already 15 feet to 20 feet out of the water. We're looking at something from a crow's nest. Yeah, but if you compare it to, say, the lady on the far right with the denim shorts. Which is above the shark, 15 feet above the shark. That's it's about as scale. Like, that is a gigantic goddamn thing. Hit it on the nose! Mm. <laughs> it's gigantic. Holy shit. Yeah. Ugh, fuck that. I the love past it, is coming back to haunt us, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like it's just it is it is goddamn insane. And yes, baleen sharks are harmless sharks, sharks like like shrimp and stuff like that. But that that was a predatory shark. And the one thing that scares me is there's still so much of the ocean that has not even been like discovered yet. Mm-hmm. And that terrifies that me even more. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, may have talked about it, but it still scares the shit out of me because that yeah. means there are a bunch of creatures that exist that we don't even know what they look like. Yeah. We just recently we just had a Megadon sighting. What else is under there? And the fat. Oh no, we did, huh? What, let me hold on. Let the me blobfish. That. Well, the blobfish looks very different. Fish. Cthulhu uh, rise, the great old one. Quick, eat some fish and fuck them too. Don't test oh, me with that. I'll make friends with a the trout and give it the night of its life. What? Hey, if it keeps me safe, fuck it. <laughs> Well, that's the plan if it keeps me safe. You'll say, I'm telling you. Do a little bass slapping. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember when it was, DJ? Because I remember, I remember too. I remember I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, roughly two years ago, maybe three. Hey, it's like a, it's when they got the the uh the inspiration to make the the Meg movie. The shark scene in the viral TikTok video has been identified as a harmless but still huge basking shark. The sharks are the second largest species of its kind and can grow up to 26 feet in length. That is not a basking. That is not a basking. There is no hey, fucking way that is a basking shark. Dead man, damn man, they're trying to quell the public here. You know, let the public dream. You know, let you know. That's all I can it. really think of because that's not a basking. Like, there's no fucking way that is a basking shark. Dude, I'll tell you that. Because yeah, it who keeps wants to go out. swimming? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Uh, I'm down. <laughs> come to face, come face to face with that. Give a little kiss. I don't know, yeah. man. It looks a lot like the ones that you see when you Google basking shark images. Hmm. Just because no, it wasn't like actively eating with its gigantic fucking. That's not bad. It's mouth. also the markings. It's also on the markings, the tail, and the fin. The markings. Do you mean like refresh shapes through the surface of the water? You completely glitched out. What did you say? Say again. The markings, or do you mean how the light was refracting into different shapes based off of the surface of the water? Yes. I'm glad we cleared that up. 
Uh, it looks like that's what that's what's kind of like in the search all over is this one, but that is not a basking shark. I can tell you that. Okay, much. ladies and gentlemen, Dead Man says it's not a basking shark. So anyone who tells you otherwise is fucking wrong. That's how it works. Here well, at just... <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I'll amend it. No, 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 no. Here, here, here. You're, no, you're right. You're right. I'll amend it. I do not believe that is a basking shark. Okay, see, that's totally. You can. I'm never going to argue that. Yeah, I'm never going to argue that, on no, your I, opinion no, or your I, personal I, thoughts. You are correct. You are correct, which is why I'm amending it. I do not believe that is a basking shark, not in what I've been able to point out and see. All I know is it's not a tiger shark. No, no, it's not a tiger. Florida man. That's all I know. It's not a tiger shark. Well, that is one of the fucking <laughs> things they teach you about in Florida. <laughs> fucking tiger sharks, bro. Tigers and bulls. Oh, yeah, goddamn. If it's, a, but, if it's a, a water animal named after a land animal, don't fuck with it. Please don't. <laughs> Never. Usually that ends up in your fucking not aliving anymore. Yeah. But let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. We've been running for about two hours. And as much as we want to keep talking, let's, uh, let's keep these shows shorter these times around. Huh? Or Carol Baskin's shark says Danny. Well, if it's a Carol Baskin's shark, you're definitely dead. Oh, they're actually making <laughs> yeah. it. There's actually a uh Joe Exotic show out right now. No, thank you. Mm. I'ma watch it. I'm a glutton for punishment. I'ma watch it. But he hates all the evil dead shit. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, DJ, you want to take it away? With yeah, DJ. Well, why? Yes, I do. Yes, a complete distraction, DJ. With the <laughs> yes, please, please go back to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. We desperately, desperately need your money—the money you are desperately willing to part with, even though you're not even working. But please give it to us anyway, because we beg, and we're not ashamed to beg. But you will not get something for nothing. We will always have your back. We will get something because Patreon pretty much makes us give something away. So uh, through contractual obligations, for $1 a month, you will get a first blood rank. At that point, you'll have the have a producer credit of every episode. So put that on your resume. Make that nice and firm. You're like, hey, I, I produce a podcast. You know, it looks pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, so that'll be looking good. Just $1 a month. You could do that for legally. But of course, that's not that's not all. You'll have access to the Marine Mental Minute, where Gray will school you on the facts of life, and a minute with DJ, where I will just talk about crap. But of course, it's not enough to float your boat for just three dollars a month. You'll be upgraded to the UAV tier. That, that's the perfect balance of three George Washingtons. You'll have the previous perks as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday. So if you want to see us completely unhinged and unrated, uncensored, unfettered, and unadulterated, that is where to go. $3 a month, UAV, (laughs) what could be better? But of course, if you want to be at the highest level, that is the airstrike tier. That means you want to carpet bomb some kids for $5 a month. Get rid of those Washington's and give give us a Lincoln. You can have this. You'll have access to all the previous perks as well as access to the monthly movie roast, which happens every month. You'll have your name right out loud at the end of every episode, as well as you get stickers each month to be part of a giveaway that happens every three months. People, remember, if it's even if it's just one dollar, it's one dollar greatly appreciated because that's one one dollar that you have given the charity and we have more of. We appreciate each and every one of you, even if it's just one dollar. So 
Please help us out if you possibly can. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Remember, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. One more time. Patreon.com forward slash Great Barber's a Bitch. Uh. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's start in this time. Getting better at this. I thought I could I thought it could last until the end of the ads, but I was like, I gotta take a piss right now. So uh all right, well uh Gibby, tell everybody where to find you and what you're doing nowadays. Well, as you can see, my name is Podcast Daddy. I make I host a live stream called the Snuff Show, where we take everything you love and enjoy and dismember it for your listening and viewing pleasure over on twitch.tv slash podcast daddy. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can just go to twitter.com slash enough snuff, Instagram, instagram.com slash podcast daddy. And if you happen to miss the live show, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast daddy, or any major podcasting platform. Just look up the snuff show, click on the logo, bada boom, bada bang, you'll find me. Even though you're using one of my girls as part of your logo. Oh my God. All right. Look here. You have been on my case this entire show, sir. <laughs> and I'm going to keep going. Anyways, Grave Robber, what? tell them about all the cool shit we have in our shop. Got a bunch of cool stuff. Buy some stuff, send a receipt, make dead man puke. Redrobble.com <laughs> forward slash VT Network. Yeah, Danny, Danny Etwell actually just bought a t-shirt, and he has the token to try to make me puke. <laughs> yeah. No, we got hats, mouse pads, desk pads. We don't have menstrual pads, but we do have t-shirts. Uh, we've got t-shirts. We've got undershirts. We've got long sleeve shirts. We've got sweaters. We've got shower curtains. We've got pillows. We've got blankets. We got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. No, wait. Um, oh. Coffee yeah. mugs, acrylic blocks. We've got photo prints. All all bunch of different kinds of logos and stuff. It's all a bunch of really fun stuff. We've got little like lapel pins, so that way you can... Uh, you know, show off your pride in your favorite little podcast. And, you know, like this stuff is really cool as gifts, um, especially if you buy it for a friend who's never heard of VT Network, because that shouldn't exist. Because, you know, if you have friends, you should tell them about us and have them come check us out Please. and maybe subscribe to the Patreon or buy something and try to make Dead Man puke. Um, but yeah, pretty much anything you can fathom, with the exception of a couple of things like condoms we don't have condoms we don't have laser engraved kitchen knives and also Yet. as far as i am aware we do not license semi-automatic firearms but we're yeah. working on it yeah. so well, like i said water bottles coffee mugs coin purses posters wall tapestries just all kinds of stuff we got clocks masks check it out it's uh redbubble.com and then search vt network Every once in a while, we'll go ahead and post the uh, link on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook also. Um, whenever there's a uh, deal going on, we'll definitely be sure to let you guys know. Yep. And uh, I want to thank uh, Gibby for coming on. And if you want to talk to us, please get a hold of us at VT Network 2 on every social media platform. If you want to email us, that is VTNetwork84 at gmail.com. And if you want to just interact with us, we're very lonely and we respond to almost everything. We also do Friday shows where we educate you on something fun. Uh, this coming Friday, we're going to be talking more about uh, the growth of firearm handling and movies and that's going to be part two we're going to be doing the uh 90s and 2000s and we're going to shit all over the matrix so uh, i hope you tune in for that one uh 
I also want to thank Paul's Running Magic Squirrel Network. Uh, I want to thank Lofus, Grave Robber, the Raging Ca- uh, Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne Carroll, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Gibby, uh, Mike Smith, and uh, Donnie Henkel. So thank you guys so, so much for your continued support. Uh, you guys are going to get more stickers and stuff like that. And tonight, I believe Grave Robber and I will be filming or at least attempting to film a movie roast. So we're going to try. If he can't do it, then that's fine. We'll try next week. But we're two months behind, so we got to roast two movies. So uh, with that said, though, we're going to get the fuck out of here and go to the post show. Uh, I really thought you were going to say go to the bathroom. (laughs) No, I just did. Uh, Give me anything else you want to say before we hit out? I'm about to go eat me some Hot Pockets. All right. All right, well, with all that said, uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. So say goodnight, DJ. Auf Wiedersehen. Goddamn.